4: You
3: just
0: won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all
4: just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are
0: awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
5: Podcast. This started trending over the weekend. Somebody had simply asked, what movie makes you cry no matter how many times you've seen it? And the original poster for him said, Apollo 13, Big Fish, The Green Mile, and Saving Private Ryan. Um, Nancy Sinatra weighed in and said a movie from 1944 called Since You Went Away with Shirley Temple. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> wait a wait a
2: so I'm not putting that on my Netflix list.
5: Okay. Uh, <laughs> Patricia, Patricia Arquette put down the 1976 version of A Star is Born, and then Splendor in the Grass, Sunrise, and Reds. Some of the other movies that people had, uh, Beaches, E.T., they said, always makes them cry, um, Ordinary People, Crooklyn was on the list, oh, Toy Story, sorry, the second, third, and fourth Toy Story movies, uh-huh. uh, Benjamin Button, The Notebook, The Color Purple, uh, West Side Story, The Fault in Our Stars, Mr. Holland's Opus. Oh
2: yeah, <laughs> right.
5: That made the list. Field of Dreams made the list. Do you have anything on your list?
2: Uh, what about Forrest Gump?
5: Oh yeah, yeah. Come on. Does that? that but ending? that will that always make you cry, Forrest Gump? Probably. Yeah. yeah? I think so. Yeah. Just the the moment with uh, with Jenny when he he sees little Forrest. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, spoiler my God. alert. Yeah. Yes. Maury?
6: Oh, definitely 13 going on 30. 13 going on 30? A League of Their Own. What
5: what part of 13 going on 30 makes you cry?
6: Oh, the part where they're having razzles, the candy. Right. And they sort of reminisce about how things used to be. Right. That de- always gets me. Okay. And what else? What else did you say? I said A League of Their Own. Yeah. Always at the end when they start singing that song. How does it go? Oh, my God. What is it? It is um, Here They... Hear the call, hear them come, one and all, to the women's baseball league. (laughs) Keep going, keep going,
5: keep going.
6: We are all members of the all-American, all-female baseball league.
5: <laughs> <laughs> we come from cities near and far. We
6: come from cities near and far. We've got C- we've got kid-
5: kids. We've got no, a, no. We've got kids. Ca- oh, we got Karen. Canadians, Canadians. <laughs> I. We got Karen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've got kids and Karens.
7: <laughs> we've
5: got I. Oh, I Italian. No, I. Irish, Irishmen and. Manhattan
6: and S- 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 cincinnatians swedes
5: swedes. <laughs> swedes we're all we're all members no of, we're all for all for one, one and, and one we're for all, one for all, all we're all, all, all members uh, of uh, uh we're all, all uh,
2: uh
6: men all,
5: no all americans <laughs> oh my
6: god <laughs>
2: Yo, you know that movie so well. Oh, it e- makes me e- cry every
5: time. Each girl. S- oh, each girl sings. Stands, stands, one tall. Her he- he- hair head, head, head. So, so pr- perfect. Proudly, proudly.
6: proudly high, high, her,
5: her motto. Pottles. No, her motto. <laughs> her motto. Do, do or. No, do, do do or don't do that. Don't do or die. Do or die. She's not the She's one. She's not the
6: one for to
5: you. Use you <laughs> or need an Oh or need uh, a uh a- a- Alibi. Alibi. <laughs> Favorite movie, huh? Of all time.
0: <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
6: Bought my first pair of winter boots yesterday on Amazon. Like your first pair of what? The season or of ever? Ever. I've never had those kind of boots where there's fur in the inside and they're like going in snow kind of shoes. Well, what did you? What? what like? What, what did you wear When you were a kid? Oh, okay,
5: sure. When I was a kid, I'm so talking did, about adult life. Okay, so when did you? Because you wear right now what on your feet?
6: Whatever you would call these things, like slippers, like
5: boat, like what are those called? Like Vans, right? Yeah. Do people know what those are? Yeah. If I say similar. like like slip ons, uh-huh. right? Yeah. yeah.
2: You've had the same ones for, or you? I think you just buy the exact same pair. I'm on an Amazon
6: subscription for
5: my shoes.
2: Huh. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Fancy. fancy. The
6: kind of
5: money. I I wish uh, I had your kind of money. I know, right? Subscribe to shoes.
2: I'm on an Amazon uh, (laughs) (laughs) subscription for, like, um, laundry detergent. And and dog poo bag. Hold on a second here. What is
5: this this world of Amazon subscriptions that y'all are part of? I don't understand what this is. No.
2: Oh. Just, like, regular household items that you need every few months.
5: Yeah. It automatically
6: sends it to you. It, yeah, no, it doesn't. Yeah. Does it really?
2: Do I know that in
5: 3 weeks I'm going to going
6: to get another box of poo bags?
5: Geez. You don't do any
2: of the subscriptions?
5: I didn't know that there was such a thing. Really? No.
2: Oh. You can't
5: It's click a great world, dude. Upon checkout, you can click that. Jeez. well, I mean, yeah, but I don't buy that stuff on Amazon. You can buy paper towels on Amazon? Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah, do Costco really? as well. Yeah. And then what? You just subscribe to it, and they just and bring they ref- you paper yeah. towels.
2: And then you get a notification on your phone. Yeah. that tells you that uh, when the next delivery is coming through. Okay, like, so expect this delivery on Friday.
5: That's for, uh, first of all. That's why you're blowing my mind right now. I had no idea such a thing even existed. So what are the boots you bought? Ah, uh, welcome
2: to
6: life. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Thank you. This is it the first time in my
6: entire life I felt superior <laughs> to yeah, you. Yes.
5: Okay. So, <laughs> so your boots.
2: <laughs> Amazon brand. Okay. What? So. Amazon Basics.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. What is Amazon Basics? Oh my god. They have jeans too. No, I have to don't. explain Amazon basics to yeah, you. Yeah, man. Now? Like I don't well, you guys have must have a different Amazon than I do.
2: No, we have regular Amazon that everybody has. Okay. You just don't know how to use it.
5: Okay. Fair enough. That's fine. Okay? Amazon That's like most things in my life. I have one, I have no idea how to use it. <laughs> 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 But she says that about herself or she says that about me? How about you? Okay, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I was almost insulted. Um. Okay.
2: (laughs) Okay.
5: So I'm going to subscribe to that laugh. (laughs) I want that every couple weeks.
8: That
2: that right there, that laugh, that's an Amazon
5: basic right there. Okay. That sounds like... (laughs) Okay, that's so. What, that's Amazon
2: Basics is like you. your generic brand, right? Okay, you know how they have like no name, yes, right? Yes, of, of course. All of Not pretty much idiot. all things, right? Okay, yeah. So Amazon Basics is the brand of all your products that are basically it's the equivalent of uh, of of no name. Okay, like It right? Says Amazon so, on them. Yeah. So okay, you have. Levi's jeans, yes. but then you also have the Amazon version, gotcha. which are Amazon Basics. Okay, jeans. Okay, you have I don't know, name like a a brand of of scissors or a knife set that scissors. you like. Scissors, okay. right? I can't I'm, name a brand yeah. of scissors. <laughs> right? But um, what I'm saying is, it's like a wide variety. They also you. have Amazon Basics scissors and like I feel a knife you. set or I feel
5: a cutlery set. And what's right? the quality of the boots like, Maury?
2: Oh. They'll fall apart.
6: In like okay, weeks.
5: that's what this is. What I wanted to right. know. Yes,
6: they just have to get me through the winter.
5: Okay, and so this was your first pair, and why now? Why did you feel it necessary now to buy your first pair of boots? Because we've had I, snow
6: before. No, I know, but I've never walked a dog in snow before.
5: Oh, the dog!
6: Right. So normally, right. if I have to walk somewhere, it's in, out, in, out. Right now, right. I'm
5: trudging through snow. Trudging through snow. I'm trudging. Jesus. More. You. You. The condo board does your sidewalks for you. Like, you don't even have to shovel.
6: No, but when I'm walking on the streets or through a parking lot because he wants to prance around and roll around in the snow, (laughs) I have to be there with him. You know, he
5: says the same thing about you, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
2: Podcast. What's going on, man?
5: Mm Mm-hmm. How are you? Good. I got cat bites all over my hands, so I'm just picking skin off.
2: Ah, oh, gross! Yeah, whatever, man. Listen, <laughs> were you get into a scrap with the cats last night? No,
5: well, we, no, the the one cat he does like baby shark as we call it, mm-hmm. which is he goes to the end of the bed, okay, okay, and he climbs up in the blankets from the end of the bed and sneaks in that way, and then he goes on his belly so he thinks we can't see him, but we can see the lump moving around, right. And then he makes his way, sneaky. yeah. And then he wait, makes his way all the way to the top to in between Catherine and I. And then he pops out and just viciously attacks whatever's in front of him.
2: Like, surprise, bitch. Yes. Here. Yes. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yes. And so my hand happened to be sitting there last night. Oh, no. And well, you I think got, it's like a game. Oh, it's a total game for him. Yeah, Yeah, it's a total game. And then he goes back down on his belly and he finds a new place to, like, stake out. And then if something moves on top of the bed, he attacks it. It's a whole thing. But anyway, my hands, I was like, I'm bleeding everywhere, right? Like last night. Like, that finger has been cut, like, so bad. I have little pieces of skin. You knew when you have a tiny little piece of skin on one of your fingers and the other finger rubs it? Oh, the, oh, oh I hate that, yeah. Oh, that's, so that's what's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like right? And the then you feel, it with the net, which you feel it with your finger yeah. you can never find it, right? That's you can't find said. it because it's, like, folded back down, uh-huh. right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay? And then, like, the flap is closed. And then at some other point in the day, your baby finger touches it again. And then it is, like... Gives you the, it the hurts, heebies, it right? It's it, it things, it yeah. It just
2: makes you feel gross all over,
5: all uh, everywhere. I and one of those like tiny, tiny, tiny little pieces of skin, mm-hmm. right? Can like cripple your whole body. Like if a baby, if one other finger touches that little tiny piece of skin, you feel it in your entire body. Do you
2: ever just take um, what do you call it? Like Tonyo clippers. Yeah, clippers. Yeah, that's what and I just do. Go as close to the the skin as possible just to get that little piece off yeah yeah.
5: it's just like why can one tiny 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 little ingrown hair on the inside of your thigh hurt so much i know i had one yeah where i've had them where i want to take my jeans off and just leave them on the street and walk home in my underpants because the rubbing just hurts so much you never get that uh ingrowns Like, or like a little tiny white heady pimple kind of thing on the inside of your thigh where the seam of your jeans starts rubbing on it. And then you're walking and you're like in tears. Like it hurts so much. It feels like there's a bee down there.
2: You just want to take care of it in that moment. Yes.
5: Yes. And I'm like, if I put my whole arm down my pants right now, will anybody notice? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? No. Nobody will. This is the
0: Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
5: Um, driver's License, the biggest song in the world right now. And Olivia Rodrigo responded to questions as to whether the song is about her sort of ex rumored love. This is where we start getting deep. Yeah. Is where we start getting real deep so fans think that the song is about uh what's the guy's name here josh bennett yeah joshua yeah. joshua and she had said that i totally understand people's curiosity with the specifics of who the song is about and what it's about but to me that's really the least important part of the song this is olivia talking to billboard It's resonating with people because how emotional it is. And I think everything else is not important. To see it do really well, to have this really painful moment in my life and turn it into something beautiful that can maybe help people through a tough time that they're having, like I was having a tough time, is just so empowering. She goes on to say, I feel grateful that I got to do that. So It's a heartbreaking song. It's a heartbreaking song. So the story was that she was with Joshua and then Joshua started hooking up with their other co-worker, a uh, girl by the name of Sabrina Carpenter. And Sabrina is blonde. And there's a part in Driver's License where Olivia sings this.
1: And you're probably with that blonde girl who always made me doubt. She's so much older than me. She's everything I'm insecure about. Yet today I drove through the suburbs. How could I ever love
9: someone
5: else? Okay. Oh,
1: oh, oh, All right,
5: oh, dude, I, my dude, my heart's breaking right now. Yeah, also very specific. <laughs> yes, You're very specific. Probably speci- without Blonde Girl. Very specific. <laughs> okay. So, what color is Sabrina okay. Carpenter's there? So, Sabrina Carpenter just dropped a new song called Skin, and fans are immediately noticing that this seems to be a direct response to driver's license. So, in Skins, Sabrina says. Maybe then we could pretend there's no gravity in the words we write. Maybe you didn't mean it. Maybe blonde was the only rhyme.
1: Maybe we could have been friends if I met you in another life. Maybe then we could pretend there's no gravity in the words we write. Maybe you didn't mean it. Maybe blonde was the only rhyme. The only rhyme. For my heart to be breaking, breaking
2: you've telling your side So I'll be telling mine Oh You can try To get under my, under
8: my, under my skin While he's on mine Yeah, under my, under my
5: Okay, mine, so it, it's, first of all, um Olivia's song is way better. Uh, but okay, so let me... Oh, so, pick, so, a uh, already, huh? okay. pick a side's already, huh? Pick a side's already.
2: It's like and Meek Mill all over
5: again. Okay, so listen. I'll, I'll, so what we just heard, <laughs> so I'll read, I'll read you this because yeah. it's actually quite a brilliant... It's quite a brilliant lyric, but they just put too much stuff on the, these kids' voices We can't understand what they're saying. So she says this, I'm not asking you to let it go but you've been telling your side, so I'll be telling mine. You can try to get under my skin, under my skin, while he's on mine.
10: Ho, 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 ho. Shots fired right there. <laughs>
5: Shots fired right there. <laughs> right? Whoa, what's the response now, Olivia? Don't drive yourself insane. It won't always be this way. Right? Damn. Yeah, so... Man, I'm telling you, I love this. Because, like... We don't get this anymore. No, there hasn't been a pop battle in for, like for, when's the last time we had a pop battle?
2: It was the Katy
5: Perry and Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yeah. And that exactly. was years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And then it died. Yeah. I'm going through this this morning I like I start like I start rubbing my hands together, yeah. right? Like-
2: <laughs> yeah, you're like, mm, interesting. Here we go? Mm-hmm. Challenge! <laughs> I'm
5: right? here for it." <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh,
0: this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
5: Uh, what is it, one year since the first COVID case in Canada? Is that the deal? Oh, man. It's the yeah. anniversary?
2: Creeping up on all, all the anniversaries now.
5: Yeah. Since then, 747,000 cases across Canada. 19,000 people have died. And
2: it was that dude, he uh, he actually traveled from he, Wuhan. Yeah, he came
5: from Wuhan, yeah.
2: Right? Man. And then, like, the next day, his wife, it was confirmed that his yeah. wife had it. Well. And then... Can you believe, dude? It's it's like we're creeping up on a year. No, it, it is a year. No, but like since um, since the country slowly rolled out lockdown measures. Well, yeah, I know,
5: I know. Yeah, because it was right before March break.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. God damn. Just like, what a mess. I know. And, and I, the thing that I, I always just go back to is everybody who was, because 2020 just had such a bad rap, like just everything in it just sucked, right? Beautiful summer, though. But, oh, uh, but 2020 is such a bad rap, and everybody was just looking so forward to 2021. I know. Everybody was looking so forward to 2021, and there's no difference. Nope. Every, they're already canceling everything for the summer coming I out. I know. It's like so it's sad. It's going to be it's, – it's a full two is what it's going to be before things are back to normal.
2: <laughs> you know, I'm not going to lie, man. I'm still confused. I mean – you already know like what you're supposed to do as a human being, right? Sure. And you already know like what's open, what's closed. But mm-hmm. like with the latest lockdown measure mm-hmm. that kicked in on what was a Boxing Day? So almost a month ago now. Yeah. Like everything is still kind of operating the exact same as it was prior to that date.
5: Well, I get in the car sometimes and I and I and I just go somewhere and I don't know like what the what the deal is. Like rocks wanted dairy queen yesterday. Yeah. Right. So I look up and I find where our closest dairy queen is. I'm like but I was driving there. She's like, are we even allowed in Dairy Queen? I don't think so. And I go, I don't know if we're allowed in Dairy Queen. And then so we get to Dairy Queen and like everything on the block, like we drove 15 minutes and not one thing we passed was open. Oh, okay. And a lot of the places that we did pass were closed permanently. Oh, boarded man. up. I know. It's so sad. Paper right? on the windows, everything else. So it was a real, it was a real sort of humbling drive. And we got to Dairy Queen mm-hmm. and pulled on the door. The door was open. Oh, yeah. And yeah, oh. there was like one other mum in there and her two kids. And then they had circles to stand on. And then Rox went up and stuck her head in the plexiglass and ordered, I don't even know what it was. Some yeah, what'd you get? What'd you get? Cookie Dough Blizzard? Is that, Ooh, is that a thing? Yeah. Do you what know, what that I, you thing? know what I saw at Dairy Queen? What? That I've never actually seen before? What? And you know when you order a blizzard? Uh-huh. You know before they hand it to you, they turn that upside down? Bro, are you new? Yeah. You're brand new, huh? Yeah, I saw it yesterday. Well, to Canada. My heart stopped. I thought I was like, I thought somebody was filming filming me for like a YouTube video.
2: Yeah, they do that to prove that like.
5: I understand because Roxy explained the whole thing like, oh, okay. like I'm an idiot.
2: Yeah, because yeah. you are. No yeah. and
5: if, they, if they don't, it's free. Is that the deal? Yeah. That's crazy to me.
2: They always shoot it walked, over. Before. Yeah, she
5: walked over to me, and I, I reached my hand out to grab it, and as she walked over, she, it was almost in my hand, and then yeah. she turned it upside down. Like psych. Like <laughs> psych, right? <laughs> yeah. I was like, what are you doing? Was this your first time at Dairy Queen? It was my, um no, it was my first time actually going, um, no. Oh, I'm going to say it no, is. No, no. Yeah. no, but I've never seen, because I don't, so I don't eat that stuff. I, I don't order anything. I don't eat that stuff, but I've never seen somebody tilt the blizzard upside they have down before. To. They have
6: to. There's a sign that says, if we don't, here, you know, no, log in, tell not. us, blah, Really? well,
5: yeah. No, they don't. Yeah. That's <laughs> I, their guarantee? I, I, their guarantee is that it's not going to fall? What kind of guarantee is that, that it's not going to fall out of a cup? Welcome to life, oh, man. stop it. <laughs> stop <laughs> it.
0: This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
5: Larry King died, huh? Oh. literally r.i.p
2: to the king (laughs) so sad covid right uh well
5: he was in for covid i don't know if they have specifically said that the cause was covid but you know it could have been a million other things that were triggered by covid or he couldn't recover of some from something because of uh covid but um yeah sad I used to see Larry King all the time in New York at this one hotel I used to go to for work all the time. Yeah, and he's such a tiny, tiny, tiny little man. Like he was so small, looked like Kermit the Frog. Yeah, like you would see him, and it looked like a puppet. Like he was so he was so little. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice guy. Always. Yeah, yeah, sure not very chatty not very not really no no no, oh, wow. no 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 um but he always had on like he always looked like cuz you're so used to seeing Larry King with the glasses and the the dress shirt and the suspenders and everything else yeah. but like you could you would see him in real life and you could really tell Larry King in real life wanted to separate himself from that dude oh really? he, yeah because he always had like running shoes on jeans and like a fonzie leather jacket yeah right it's like this <laughs> is me guys <laughs> oh yeah, yeah
9: always he always had this is on the
5: real me always had on like a cool guy leather Aww, jacket man. like always wearing a really cool guy leather jacket um but uh no he was uh he larry king was great he just did so much like there were so many clips over the weekend of just what it used to be like when people would have discussions before they would, before everybody just started yelling at each other. Like on CNN now, you can't watch CNN. It's just people yelling at each other, right? Or yelling by themselves. But it was just interesting to see the amount of people that just would go on his show and have, you know, and just talk about things, like mm. just actually have discussions because that doesn't exist fun, anymore. Yeah, and have right? fun, yeah. And it doesn't ex- it doesn't exist anymore. Um, but Maury put a clip in of the last time. Was this the last time you talked to Larry? Um, where uh, Maury and Larry had a, a a great rapport and a great relationship for the amount of times that Maury talked to him. But this is when Larry King got pissed off because Larry King was doing an interview for the and Mocha show and neither Roz nor Mocha showed up to do the interview.
6: Larry King, how are you?
11: Maury, I'm fine. How are you? Maury, you, uh, what's the name of this show that I'm on? Roz and Mocha? Who are you? Wait a minute. So your name isn't in the title? Who's Roz and Mocha? Wait a minute. The name of the show, hold on. I'm a little pissed. Why isn't Roz interviewing me? Why isn't Mocha interviewing me?
6: Because I do the celebrity interviews.
11: Why am I being interviewed by a man whose title is not even in the show?
6: (laughs) That happens sometimes i feel like i don't need to be on the marquee oh come on if you were going to the larry king
11: now show and your host was rosemary atula you'd be a little ticked you'd want larry king to interview you
6: but you're enjoying this i've talked to you before
11: Want ross bring ross here i've been here under false pretenses maury you're just a little cog in the machine
6: oh wow yes but we have history you and i I don't
0: want to get into that, Ross. <laughs> oh man, RFC Larry King. Yeah, the Raw's and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
5: Do you see this? Uh, you see Pierce Morgan getting trashed on social for his tribute to Larry King? Oh, yeah. Everyone went <laughs> in on it. I didn't huh? find it that bad, to be honest with you. Let me let me read it to people. because people already went in on it, and I just thought that this was the most Pierce Morgan thing. Uh, which was also a very Larry King thing. So, um, if you remember when Larry left CNN in 2010, I think it was, Pierce Morgan had a show on there, which was very much like the replacement for Larry King for a while. Mm. And so when Larry died over the weekend, Pierce wrote this. Larry King was a hero mine until we fell out after I replaced him at CNN. And he said, my show was like, quote, watching your mother-in-law go over a cliff in your new Bentley (laughs) brackets. He married eight times. So a mother-in-law in-law expert he was. Uh, But he was also a brilliant broadcaster and a masterful TV interviewer. So that was the tweet that got him like a ton of backlash.
2: See, when I read that tweet. Yeah like to your point what you said just now is that that's a very pierce morgan thing right like i read it in the voice of him and his attitude and the way he speaks
5: right but also like that's him right there but i don't but also like the even like the fact that larry king had been married eight times was not even something he shied away from like it was an ongoing thing oh yeah right like it was it's not that he's like spilling dirt on a dead guy uh, and then people were like, what's the point of this? Blah, blah, blah. And then...
2: I guess because people just have so much love for Larry King, right? I don't know. Even I, yeah, like a... Even a joke.
5: I people guess. would like find something wrong with it. But Pierce Morgan responded to people and he said oh, this. He did. Yeah. Larry hated me replacing him at CNN and never made any secret about it, which I found very sad because he was one of my heroes. But I still think he was a superb broadcaster and one of the all-time TV greats. And then he goes, of course, Larry loved... Of course... La- Larry loved that mother-in-law joke and he would have found the hysterical reaction to my tribute ridiculous. My theory is the pandemic sent everyone nuts and if it <laughs> helps them to scream <laughs> irrational abuse at me, then I'm okay with that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
2: Mm. Mega millions in the States over the past like week has been bonkers with the jackpot.
5: Yeah.
2: Um, the latest, because the number keeps going up, and nobody's been winning. But a ticket was sold in Michigan, and the payout: one billion dollars. Really, huh? No joke. Mega Millions. A billion
6: dollars. I That's... won a free play from uh, the lottery over the weekend. Mm, congratulations.
5: Not one billion. What are you going to do with it? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Get a free ticket again.
5: <laughs> I just snorted. That's the first time I've ever snorted. That was super weird. I still have a ticket. I, 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 I winning... bet you have tickets in my pocket right now that I haven't, oh, I, I haven't even checked. Should we check? I always have tickets in my pockets. Bro, let's Hold try. On. Hold on. Let's see what I got. I still
2: have one. It's like a two-dollar winning, but I'm not. Yeah. I'm still not going
5: to stores or anything. Always, like yeah. Look.
9: Look. 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 Look.
5: Right there. Let me see. Take it in my pocket oh. that I haven't checked. This here. is from. Hold on here. I always do. Uh, that oh geez, May first, twenty twenty. Oh that. Have, oh,
2: okay okay okay. Don't you here. have like
5: only one year to I don't claim know. it? May first, May first, twenty twenty. Let me scan it. Let me scan it. Let me sign it first. I don't trust you. I'm
2: Jackal. not. You don't trust me, no, dude. Trust I would never steal your money. Nah, 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 nah. I would.
5: No, I'm never... gonna. You, they're gonna find me later on today. After this becomes a winning ticket in the parking garage with no pants, and you guys are gonna have <laughs> no idea what happened.
2: Hold on a second. If I wanted to steal your money, why would
5: I leave you with no pants on? Because you would. You because you, you can't make it look like somebody just stole the ticket. You'd have to make it look like that it was. I like stole. A, uh,
2: so I wouldn't steal like your wallet. No, I wouldn't steal then, your truck. No, I'm gonna steal then, your tight yes, pants. Yes, because
5: then the story becomes what like it's such a bizarre thing of like why would somebody knock you out and take your pants and meanwhile then it takes me years to figure out that the lotto ticket's also gone and i'm like that's what it was My, this pen doesn't work
2: well just come on man like i promise you i'm saying to you right now i promise i will not steal your ticket let okay. me just scan it can you do that you know how to do that can, we, can i scan through the do i know how to do it? I Do know. i know how to use technology ah,
5: stop it hold on
2: can i do it through the plexiglass i don't know
5: you tell me holmes See? I don't know what you could do with that thing. Is it too dark in here?
2: Oh, why are you saying that? Because I'm brown?
5: (laughs) Come on now. We might need more light.
2: Yeah, Hit the light, Maury?
5: Yeah, there's going to be a glare, though. Hold on. Come come around the other side of the glass. This is important business. Just make sure you wash up afterwards. This is a dirty-looking ticket. It's been in this pocket for... Since, Wait, the, since hold the beginning a second. of COVID. What? So,
2: do you mean to tell me you haven't washed those pants in last year?
5: No, it's in my jacket. Oh, okay. Also, I don't know if I've ever washed these pants, to be honest with you. Really? No. They're too comfortable to wash. Okay, here we okay. go. Okay, did we go, get it? We what is it? What are no, we not a at? winner here. Not Look, a winner. It I'm gonna, if, you, if, it's, if it's all the same, I'd like to do it myself later. I don't trust you. <laughs> I know I know what happens. I leave this on the counter. Next thing I know, I never see either of you <laughs> ever again. <laughs>
2: Plus, I got a new pair of leather pants. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. So we all know that uh, Joe Exotic didn't get that pardon from Donald Trump. And he's already sent off a letter to President Joe Biden. Biden? Yeah, hoping Come Biden on. could help him out.
5: Well, I know because because here's uh, Joe Exotic blamed it on the fact that uh, Trump didn't pardon him because he's gay. Yeah. Right? He went all in on that.
2: But I guess there's some people who think that maybe, I don't know, maybe they didn't hear the news, maybe they didn't read the news, but they thought Joe Exotic was pardoned, and he was living it up in Vegas. Excuse me? Because these pictures started surfacing of Joe Exotic in Vegas on the strip and then hanging out with Jeff Lowe and his wife, Lauren. What? Because the two of them, Jeff and Lauren, are in Vegas, right?
5: Jeff Lowe, by the way, from Tiger King, was bandana and ball cap. And leather jackets
2: And he's the one that said that when his wife got pregnant (laughs) That he got to pick the nanny Yeah, and that she was (laughs) going to be a hot nanny or something like that, right?
5: (laughs) What an animal
2: So the guy that So now photos are circulating Of this Joe Exotic guy Looks exactly like Joe Exotic Turns out he's an impersonator Look at these pictures Tell me this guy doesn't look This is the exact duplicate Of Joe Exotic Yeah. He's got the tattoos. He's got the piercings. He's got the facial expressions down. Yeah. So I guess this guy is just like an impersonator. Well, that's what you get in Vegas, right? He was just doing his thing on the strip, and this production company, who is already like I guess, putting together this Joe Exotic Vegas show. What,
5: they thought they found him?
2: They ended up hiring this guy. Oh, God. For the gig. Like, he didn't have to audition or anything. It was just like people just kept... To do what? To was be a part like... of this Vegas show. It's oh. going to be an hour-long parody play with dancers and performers, is what the description reads. And right. also, for some reason, topless? an escape room.
5: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for sure it was going to be a topless review. <laughs>
2: and then that guy, Jeff Lowe, and his wife, Lauren, yeah. apparently are making um, like special appearances in this in this
5: Vegas show, anything for a buck, huh? Oh?
2: Anything and Enemy, everything anything
5: for a, and that Vegas is a place to do that, man. Yeah, for sure. Anything, anything, but for I a just buck. can't get over. So yeah, how so I guess I, this guy looks, yeah, like and, and and, jeez, oh, man. When was that? Was that we're almost a year now on Tiger King, right? Yeah,
2: only a year. Yeah, is not that crazy? Yeah, like look at this guy. Look, people in Vegas taking photos with him.
5: Like it looks just like Joe Exotic. Yeah, but I mean, you you can tell it's not Joe Exotic. He has a stuffed tiger, right? It's like obviously you can't bring a real tiger into a casino. It's like did you say this guy's name? Siegfried and Royd forever. What's his? uh, Vegas Joe. Vegas Joe. Just about to say that. Yeah, yeah. Vegas Joe. Uh, No, but that's Vegas. Like that's what you do. It's like when you go on Hollywood Boulevard and you take your picture with the dirty Chewbacca, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Or the or the Spider Man that has not washed that Spider suit in about five years.
9: Oh, maybe longer. And He
5: eats his lunch on the curb. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the butt's all dirty and stuff like that. Like, it's really like, and they charge a lot of money for those pictures. Oh, a ton. Like you can't like, and if you think that you're going to get a picture, there's, they know exactly what's going on. So when you stand there and like fake Joe exotic is 10 feet behind you and your friend makes it look like he's just taking a picture in front of you in the fountain, but really he's taking a picture of you and Joe exotic. They know what you're doing Yeah, and they they'll come the up to you. They will come up to you and ask for money. Really? Oh, 100% they're aggressive. That's how they make their money. He'll hit you with that stuffed tiger. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
2: <laughs> all
9: the hunters. Lay down their guns. Oh, God. tell them that a tiger.
2: I still
5: know all the words to this This is Joe Exotic, right?
2: Damn right Let them roam their land Then stand back and marvel What a beautiful
5: cat Wow Cause
7: 'Cause I saw a tiger (laughs) (laughs) And I
5: know when I said this is Joe Exotic I did air quotes because we all know that the man didn't sing these songs, right? And uh, Joe Exotic
2: is not in Vegas, despite all the photos that are appearing and have yeah, been appearing, especially over
5: the right. weekend, right? Yeah, but it's so it's a guy who is Vegas Joe, and he is my God. It, like, there's a, there's impersonators, and then there's like impersonators, and this guy is Joe Exotic. Like, he looks exactly like Joe Exotic. Hi, Vegas Joe. It's Ron Zamoca. How
2: are you? Good man. How are you?
5: Man, I'm doing doing pretty good. So, uh you look shockingly like Joe Exotic. Now, did you look like Joe Exotic before there was a Joe Exotic? You know what I mean? Like did you sort of gravitate towards that aesthetic or no?
12: Nobody nobody's going to ever be as beautiful as Joe Exotic. Oh god. Here we the go. guy that was but the Bradley Weldon that existed before Joe Exotic, yeah. he wasn't a bad-looking dude either. So, all right. so all was right. it all after
2: right. you saw or you watched Tiger King, you then said, hey, I have a similar look. I could kind of do my mustache the same way if I put on some makeup, if I do some tattoos, some face piercing, the same body type, I could actually be this guy?
12: If you, if you want the the truth of how it all worked, I, I was the process server. I served him the deposition subpoenas in the Carol Baskin Big Cat Rescue case. I had a process serving firm downtown Oklahoma City and Carol Baskin's downtown Oklahoma City attorney who was handling that hired me to serve for over a four-year period. Joe and the gang down at the park. As COVID is raging and haircuts are less important, my hair started to grow out. Mm -hmm. A beautiful brown, by the way. Mm -hmm. And as Halloween gets closer, I start thinking about Halloween costumes. But I said, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it well. So I practiced the little nose twitches and got that little crinkly nose in there and a little eyebrow and a little s- sniff every once in a while. And I said, guess what, buddy? And anytime I did something wrong around the house, my wife said, why'd you do that? And I said, well, you want to know why? That b- Carol Baskin. <laughs> so, but, so after doing that for a couple of weeks and getting comfortable with the character, I started thinking, I've got this down. And my wife said, don't get any ideas. She goes, unless you've got an idea of a way to make money doing it, you're cutting your hair. I said, babe, give me one week in Vegas to see if it works. So towards the end of October, I went to Vegas and got a cheap hotel room there on Fremont Street, went downstairs and did my gig. And we can just say it worked well enough But me and my wife and Three children have moved to Vegas, and we're going to ride it out until people stop wanting to high-five Vegas Joe.
2: (laughs) Oh wow! So, do you need a permit to uh, take pictures with people out there? Uh, Not on Fremont Street. No, Uh, Fremont Street.
12: You just you just register, and they issue you a circle for a two-hour period, and people can then choose to be entertained, or you know, like I like to tell people, you ain't got to be a baller to drop a dollar.
5: Fair (laughs) enough. Now what are what are you doing? Are you shooting something for like? Are you what is what are you shooting right now? Is it uh, is it like a Tiger King 2? What are you doing?
12: Ooh, that would be that would be awesome. Not real sure what what's being shot. I just I get phone calls to make appearances and wear costumes, and I fly into certain areas of the state of Texas near certain borders, certain maybe zoos. I mean I'm sure there's zoos everywhere and yeah. there's prisons everywhere. And they asked me to, to do my
2: thing. And As Joe Exotic, is dressed up like Joe Exotic. I,
12: I think that's exactly what it might be. <laughs> okay. I
2: think? So. <laughs> what, about, what about this Vegas show that you're doing? Um, is there like a stage production? We were talking about this yesterday, that somebody hired you to be a part of like a parody Joe Exotic Tiger King show in Vegas.
12: I've been approached numerous times regarding business opportunities, whether it's to film car commercials, to just appear at jewelry shops you know to wear custom-made jewelry in hopes that somebody's excited about that piece and visits um, a particular person who's well known well known in Las Vegas entertainment industry is very excited about setting up a show once live entertainment is up and going there's a lot of exciting things taking place in the city of Las Vegas.
5: How much can you make? Like you you said that you made enough doing Joe Exotic in Vegas, standing on the street, high-fiving tourists, that you moved your family of five from Oklahoma to Las Vegas. Like how much can you make? Can you support a family doing what you're doing?
12: It doesn't take much to, to support a family whenever everybody's just hoping to get together and... We're just happy to be broken Vegas. If
5: you're going to have to be broken Oklahoma, you might as well just be broken Vegas. Fair enough. Damn. Fair enough.
2: All right, Vegas Joe, thanks very much for taking time out of your day to join us on the Raws and Mocha Show. You are the uh, the Joe Exotic Tiger King impersonator, uh, making money out there on the streets of Vegas. Thank you so much, bro.
0: Vegas Joe X on Instagram. I'd love to talk to you guys. Right on. This is the Raws and Mocha Show podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me?
1: Okay, so my question is. My question is. Got a problem you can't fix.
2: Roz and Mocha got you. Amy, welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show.
11: Hi, how are you?
2: Doing good. How are you today?
11: I'm good. I'm good. Thank you.
2: Good. Um, what is on your mind?
11: Okay, um, how can I get out of babysitting my knees? Oh,
2: how can damn. you get out of
5: babysitting <laughs> your niece? So you wrote us this, that your sister wants you to babysit once a week, but you don't want to. Oh damn. How do you tell her so she won't be offended?
2: Why does it have to be once a week?
11: Well, because she's work um she works in a hot uh, restaurant, right? Oh, and okay. then she works like five days a week. Yeah. Long times. Mm-hmm. And then she's only off like Saturday. Um so she does help when well, she does need me to help her okay, on so that day, on
5: Saturday. Why don't you, my day off. why don't you want to help her?
11: Well, I do love my niece. Um uh, hanging out with her is really great. It's just some time that you know, just babysit a kid is just too much. Um, I do have I do want to have my free time sometime. Um, I don't know. And then I want that my sister doesn't want to depend on me all the time.
5: Right. You know? Like you don't mind doing it every now and then if she needs help, but you just don't want it to be a regular thing. Like Saturdays, regardless of how you're feeling or what's going on in your life, the kid gets dropped off, right? Yes. Right. Oh,
2: how old is the kid? Uh
5: she's six.
2: Oh, okay. Wow. That's a lot of energy. Yeah. A lot of activities to take care of during the day to keep her occupied. And
5: is it just pressure from your sister or is there pressure from anybody else in the family as well?
2: also for my mom. Your mom. really? Yeah.
5: Huh? Yeah. yeah. So what's your mom, what's your mom saying? So I imagine that your mom is telling you or putting you in a position to sort of do the, the, your family duty, which is, you know, to help out. And if your sister needs somebody for one day and it's only one day uh, to look after the kid, yes. that then becomes your responsibility. And you, you don't feel that you're in a position to even say no. Correct.
11: Yeah. My mom said, Oh, you're a sister. You have to help this child out. Yeah. You know, she's in need.
2: Uh, Is there anybody else in the family that could like every now and then look after your niece? Or like it has to be um, you. Like, why does it have to be you? Uh,
11: it doesn't like it have to be me. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. that I think that this comes down to just having an honest conversation with your sister, and and whether you want to involve your mom or not. Because parental guilt with stuff like this is very extreme. Yeah, and a lot of parents have no problem manipulating adult children, and it's just how some people operate. Um, I, I think that I think that you there's nothing wrong with sitting your sister down and having a conversation saying, hey, listen, I love you. I love my niece. Uh, I am more than happy when, you know, when we've been able to discuss ahead of time, you know, if you need, you know, somebody to, you know, jump in and take it for the afternoon, I'm fine with that. What we cannot do is schedule a day that is a recurring thing in the calendar where it's every Saturday she comes over because you need to have your time. It's your day off. And if mm-hmm. she gives you enough notice and says, hey, are you available? And you say, yes, that's great. But she also can't be pissy when you say that you're not available. Okay. And, and that can, that doesn't mean that you even have to be busy. Like you cannot be available because man, you just had a, a crazy week and you just need to sit there in silence for 10 hours. Like, you know, it, that's, that's your call. It's yeah, your life. That's fair. Yeah, but I don't. Th- I don't think avoiding is the right answer, and I don't think lying is the right answer. I think having, you know, especially between siblings, you know, adults can have adult conversations, and this is one of those conversations that you can absolutely and should have, be able to have mm-hmm. with your sister.
11: Yeah, it's just like
5: I'm. I'm not really sure. Like, how does she feel? <laughs> Doesn't matter. She's gonna listen. She's. She she's, may
2: be disappointed, sure, yeah. but I mean, you have to. You can't cave to, um, to how you're feeling as well, right? Yeah
5: yeah it just can't be an everyday thing you can do it like you can let her know you can, you're not going to go in there and say i'm never looking after your kid you know but you can you can say that this is something that just needs to be be discussed you know on on a case-by-case basis and that it cannot be a scheduled all the time thing because that's no good for anybody
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. does that make sense
11: yes it
5: yeah. does make sense. Okay. i will try okay all right yeah
11: thank you
2: you're of welcome course. thanks for reaching out amy you have a good day you too have a good day guys bra's and mocha's fix my life on kiss
5: so, Lady Gaga has Oreos. Mm-hmm. Did you know this? No. So, she partnered with Oreo to do a specific Lady Gaga Oreo. Oh, okay. And it's like, look, more explain this to me. What does it look like? So, it basically looks like
6: it came from another planet, right? Like, it's different color cream inside. There's like a neon green cream. And on the cookie, there are three different shapes from her Chromatica album. Oh, okay. So, is the
2: cookie still like dark chocolate dots still black? No, I oh, don't know. I d- actual don't cookie actually know. cookie.
6: It yeah. looks like an Oreo cookie. It's the inside that is the different color.
5: Interesting. Anyway, these oh. things are impossible to find. Okay. First of all, they don't sell them in Canada. Uh-huh. Uh Mori had to find somewhere in the States. Was it what did you find them on? I found them on like a fan collector site. Okay. And oh, what did geez. and how many and what did you pay for these Oreo cookies more?
6: Including shipping, it was 50 bucks US. For how oh, many for how many cookies?
5: Man. Like 4? <laughs>
2: Hold on, $50 for four cookies? (laughs) No Oreos? (laughs) This is it. Oh, my goodness.
5: This is it right here. I paid $50 for this. Just so you know, Mocha, your reaction is almost the exact same as Matthew's reaction. So before we try these Lady Gaga Oreo cookies, Uh here's Maury telling his husband, damn it, Matthew, that he paid $50 for four cookies.
6: Oh, my God, Matthew, it's here. What the f***? Don't ever do that to me again. I thought something f***ing happened to you. It did. Something happened to me. It arrived. Lady Gaga Oreos. <laughs> I was able to, off of a collector site, order one package.
9: Oh god, do you trust this? Is it real? What do you mean a collector site?
6: Because you can't get these anywhere, so you have to pay more for one package. How much
2: you pay for these things?
6: This, right here? I mean, it wasn't too bad. 50 bucks.
2: I'm literally in pain right now. Like, my heart hurts because you scared me because I thought something happened. And
9: you're bugging me about Lady Gaga cookies, which I am, yes, excited about, but not for $50. I'm
6: going to bring these into the show so that Roz and Mocha can try them.
9: Uh,
5: I better get a cookie.
6: <laughs> no, it goes to the show first. No.
5: Oh, my okay, God. Okay, so, so, yeah, so here, let me have them more. Do you want me to open these? Sure. Okay, I'll do Wait, my, do you uh, only buy one pack? Yes. It was $50. Can you not rip f- the pack? Ba- it I, was fifty dollars for this one. Pack. Can
2: you open it careful? I want to keep the packaging. I'm surprised that you're actually even
5: opening you this. Just ripped thought, it right down. What?
6: What I, I do? What I do? No, I, open, I, 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 I thought you would open it a little
2: bit cleaner.
5: What do you mean? That is clean. I left the entire. I left the entire top like okay. intact. Okay.
2: But I thought for sure this being like you bought <laughs> it off a collector's <laughs> collector site, whole. right? Well, yeah. oh, there's a
5: lot of cookies in here,
2: and that you paid fifty dollars for. I thought you'd want to keep like everything intact. I didn't think that you'd want to open the actual. But cookie I also up. want to try it. <laughs> Okay. Oh, okay.
5: So here's what they look like. They're actual like pink cookies with, oh, okay. with green icing in the middle. I didn't know they
6: were pink. The pictures on it looks different.
5: Well, there you go, Mo Wow, this is like okay. Okay, so I'm about to. Should we do this at the exact same time? Mocha here. Okay, here. Take your cookie, Mocha. This is going to be so <laughs> That's what anti. She said. <laughs> this is going to be so anticlimactic. Yeah. All right. Did ready? you smell it? It smells like an Oreo. Yeah, it really does. Okay. It it looks like. Okay. Are we ready, gentlemen? Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. In three, two, one, 2, 1, go. Yeah, that's just an Yo, Oreo cookie. You bet $50 for it. Yeah. It kind of tastes stale. Yeah, whatever. I've had some expensive cookie in my day. Uh-huh. This does not taste like expensive no.
10: cookie.
5: I'd ask for a refund, man. The cream tastes different. No, it doesn't. Oh. No. Oh, my God. No. You know what?
2: This is really underwhelming, guys.
6: What? What are you doing?
5: (laughs) Well, call Matthew. Yeah, let him know. Give him the review.
2: (laughs) Look on Maury's face right now. Yeah.
6: Whenever I hear someone calling my husband, I freak out with reason.
5: (laughs) Hello?
2: Damn it, Matthew. It's your boyfriend's (laughs) Razamoka. Hi. Hi. And your husband.
5: Hi, Matthew. We just had the $50 (laughs) cookies that Maury bought. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're not good. Jeez, Just what I expected, honestly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> were you at all excited, Matthew, to try yeah. the Lady Gaga Oreos? Not really. I for- kind of forgot about them
13: after the announcement until he <laughs> bought them and spent that much money on them, Yeah,
5: which it's I'm bucks. not
9: impressed with. Plus no, shipping. U.S. I, too. I, I,
5: would, I mean, as, as unimpressed as you were when he originally told you that he paid $50 for a few cookies, I would be even more now because they're really not good. Like, they're not good at all.
13: That's really upsetting.
6: Money down the drain. No, no, no! (laughs) I still have the wrapping. We can
5: frame that. I no, that's garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Not framing garbage. Live, live! Damn it, Matthew is my favorite (laughs) damn Matthew. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks,
2: damn Matthew. Love you. (laughs) Love you too. Bye.
0: This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
2: Mm -hmm. President Joe Biden already making some changes in the White House. Got to do it. Got
5: to do it.
2: You see that picture that um, they posted on his inauguration day when he was um, signing, Mm-mm. like all the little booklets, right? Mm-hmm. All these orders, sign away, sign away, sign away. A Little box of pens right in front of him. Yeah,
5: you got to do. Everyone gets its own pen.
2: It's crazy, right? Yeah. So I guess um, in the in the Oval Office, and it's not a secret that President Trump had this, but um, there was a special button that he would press to get Diet Coke. Delivered. Yeah, the Diet
5: Coke button. A guy would bring it in on a tray.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Ice cold. Yeah. And apparently he had like 12 a day. Yeah. That's a lot of Diet Coke.
5: Yeah. Well, look at him.
2: I know. Uh, So Biden got rid of that. But then the other thing I was reading in the New York Times that Biden wants to bring his Peloton. And there's big security concerns over the Peloton being in not just that. Because- you need Wi-Fi, but they also have a camera. That's and what also, I mean. Yeah. Uh, a microphone. Yeah. So Joe Biden and his wife both use the Peloton. And there was like big security concerns. So the thought is in order for President Biden to be able to still use his Peloton. Right. They have to take it all apart, remove the camera, remove the microphone, piece it all back together in a way where he could still access Like all the classes and like everything that the the Peloton has to offer, but he's
5: not allowed to do. do, He has to deactivate the chat feature.
2: Yeah, so you can't you can't you can't see your name on the leaderboard unless they do something to it so you can still see your name pop up. Okay, but when you're the president,
5: right? You have to say okay. What do you like? You like the exocycle? Okay. So here's what we're gonna do.
2: <laughs> I haven't heard okay. somebody call it an exercise
5: cycle.
2: Since okay, like I was a kid.
5: Okay, what do you like? <laughs> I like
2: okay. the exercise. Okay,
5: cycle. you like the exercise We get uh-huh. that. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna get you a really good one, and then every day we're just gonna bring in a trainer who's gonna just stand in front of you and on his exercise and he's just gonna do it with you. And there's your Peloton class.
2: Oh, because
5: so clearing the security of some aerobics instructor is probably easier than trying to clear an actual Peloton right. machine. And-
2: Take it all apart and piece yeah. it back together? Yeah.
5: Just have a guy come over. Like, what, like, and put, so get a big screen. Just get a big screen.
2: Then it put, becomes
6: Cycle.
5: Put up some pictures. Yeah, Soul Cycle. Like, what's the difference, right? Just do a class in your house, man. I guess. That's nuts, though. I know, but, and it was weird because, and I don't know what the situation is now, but I remember it with Obama when everybody was sort of switching over to Android phones and the world went to iPhones. iPhones yeah. The president still used the BlackBerry. Yeah, and it was like that for a long time because the the security protocols on a BlackBerry were much different than the security protocols on Android and Apple, and so it was mandated that the president only used a BlackBerry because they could control it and they couldn't control the other one. They made a
6: special BlackBerry for him. Yes, and also
2: for the longest time, people weren't allowed to have iPads in the White House. Really? Huh. Yeah. Nobody was allowed. Huh? No, not they weren't screen time. monitoring screen time. No, <laughs> no, because breach of security, right? Ah, uh, yeah. Like these things are easily hackable. Yeah. So for the longest time, now they all they have it figured out. The tech is there. They they got it all figured out. So right. everyone's got an iPad. Right. But it was during the Obama administration that the things slowly started to change. Right. With him still being allowed to use his BlackBerry, and then yeah. slowly one by one, people were allowed. To bring in iPads, but can yeah. they put
6: Biden's um, Peloton in a different room than, like, maybe a soundproof workout room where, where it can't it's not—it's not, not, not that—it's no, not, it's, that, it's, it's, it's
2: not about that. It's, it's not just, about, like somebody hacking the actual tech.
6: No, that's right. Funny. if you put it in like a padded room or something, then if somebody hacks, it, still they're not going
2: to hear anything. But he's no. going to be in there. But he's not
6: talking about secrets.
5: Well, Listen, man, nobody wants a video out. released to the President of the United States hacking and wheezing on a, on an exocycle, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Also, Maury, could you imagine having a button on your desk where every time you pushed it, an aerobics instructor walked in the room <laughs> a <to> sew water? <laughs> on a silver tray? <laughs> yeah.
2: This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I was reading this story. Uh, this woman in Mexico was going through her husband's phone. As I don't know you if do? like I don't know if like maybe she just didn't trust him or whatever. I assume so, because she was going through his camera roll and saw these pics of her husband with another woman, a much younger woman. okay, and got so heated that she grabbed the knife and stabbed them. Oh excuse me. yeah, turns out her husband had to explain to her. That those photos are actually of the two of them together, but back in the day. Shut up. He found like a bunch of pictures. She didn't, she recognize, didn't recognize that her herself. husband
5: was young, like so much younger?
2: I guess not. Maybe like in the moment, she's like starts scrolling and her mind starts racing like, who is this other woman? But he had explained to her that he found like a bunch of old photos and he just like digitized them and had them on his phone. And she didn't know
5: that he did that. I don't believe this at all. Not at all. That's crazy. Hell no. Hell <laughs> you, you that think so? is no uh, I don't know. I, either it's like a convenient thing, I I, I don't know. I, I find that incredibly difficult to believe.
2: I kind of believe incredibly it.
5: Incredibly difficult because to believe.
2: Because in yeah, well I was gonna say that like in that reckon,
5: moment. In what moment? What you know? You okay, so you honestly think that you're gonna see a mm. picture on the phone, right? You're gonna see a picture. How drastically different do you look? No, but you're gonna see a picture on a phone, and you're gonna casually breeze by it without giving it like a good hard glance. Yeah, I know. Like if you were looking, you're gonna zoom in and everything. Yeah. Like you're gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna hit you. you So, there's
2: more to the story. Of
5: course, I think there's more to the story.
2: Like maybe he cheated before. That a
5: woman saw a picture of her husband with her and stabbed him for it. (laughs) Like. (laughs) Do I think there's more to this story? I guess when you say it like
2: that. (laughs) Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show
0: podcast. Podcast.
2: Martha Sala lives in a small community about 100 kilometers away from Winnipeg and will be turning 100 on February 2nd. Now, the plan was to throw a party, but that's canceled because of COVID. And her granddaughter, Josie, still wants the day to be special and needs your help with it. Hi, Josie. How are you? It's Raza Mocha. Hi there. How are you? We're doing We're really
4: doing great. good over here in Manitoba.
2: Ah, <laughs> oh, that's amazing. So you started quite the initiative that has uh, has taken off, and has people from all over the country reaching out to you now, huh?
4: Oh yeah, for sure. What I wanted to do is uh, start kind of um, sh- card sharing with uh, for my grandma, who's going to be 100 on February 2nd, and with this pandemic, it's been really hard for visitors and friends and you know it, it gets pretty lonely celebrate. so we wanted to celebrate my grandma and I thought she likes to keep busy so why not get her a bunch of cards that so she can spend the next couple of weeks opening.
5: When you get to, to towns like yours and there is somebody like your grandma Martha who people just adore um, what was the plan to celebrate her 100 that you guys are no longer able to do?
4: Well originally we we're going to actually rent a town hall Um, because she has so many friends and family in the community and surrounding areas. And we're going to have some cake, coffee, dainties and, you know, share some good stories about grandma, kind of have an open mic and have some good laughter. And so unfortunately, we can't do that. So I thought, well, the next best thing she needs to hear from everybody. And what better way to do it than uh, send her some cards?
2: Oh, that's beautiful. (laughs) Tell, Tell us about your grandmother.
4: Well, my grandma, she's a great, great woman. I'm going to get choked up here. Um, She, you know, she's volunteered for many, many years. She's just really, really loving. She's very generous. She's always baking for people and taking care of people. And, you know, she's really very witty. She'll chat anybody up. And, you know, if someone's hurting, she just knows what to say. And even if it's just like a hand on your shoulder, you know, she's there and, she's she's been here for the kids the grandkids great great grandkids and
2: she's just a a really wonderful person hey is it true that uh, up until recently your grandmother was still like driving people around yeah if it wasn't for covid she still would be where was she taking people and who are these people (laughs) that grandma's driving around town
4: (laughs) well as she calls them the her old friends but they're actually younger than her so
5: (laughs) (laughs) is martha is martha there is your grandma there
2: yeah, she we, is. Can
5: we? Is she feisty? Is she gonna tell me to go to hell if I cross the line or no? No. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay.
2: Okay. <laughs> Hi, Grandma Martha. How are you? It's Rosa Moca.
3: Oh, I'm I'm fine. How, how are you? Oh, yeah. really,
5: really great. First of all, happy happy birthday, you beautiful beautiful yeah, woman. You,
3: after Everybody gets to see that I won the Golden Hat Awards from the government for for the best volunteer.
2: You oh, oh nice. you did. Award see, winner, man. No.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I think of it, I nobody seems to know or remember, but I remember. And I went also, uh, lab, about two years ago, there was a big uh, Howdy neighbor thing. It's like a big picnic with a lot of people. And uh, I, was, I was presented with uh, an award, the most valuable person in Notre Dame. Ugh. I'm happy because uh, uh, I'm, I'm so healthy. The doctor calls me, I haven't seen you for so long. What are you doing? (laughs) Well, you want to see me? Yeah, I have to check your your blood pressure. So I go and, oh, perfect. It's perfect. I could have told you that.
5: (laughs) I think this is a perfect opportunity, Martha, to learn from from you and all your years and your wisdom. Um, How do you maintain happiness to the level that you have for this many years? How do you stay positive? How do you stay happy? What are the keys?
3: Well, like I say, I bake, I give things away and here we're having a manor now. It's different from on the farm. I just moved. Uh, my daughter comes once a week because, you know, we can't, with the COVID, we have to stay in our our suite and go down the hall and with masks on and it's not easy now to be happy. <laughs> but anyway, I just finished. Anything knitting a little sweater for my great, great friend. Oh, okay. my God.
5: How are you going to celebrate on the big day? Are you, getting like, what do you have, like a little bit of gin? Like, can you still have a little bit of gin? Some gin? Are you kidding? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> have you been reading any of the letters that people have been sending in to you, Martha?
3: Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, it started a week ago, and I got 105 already.
2: Oh, wow. wow. That's amazing.
3: Wow. The one that put down from your admirer. Who the hell is he? I don't know.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So, Josie, if people still want to uh, reach out to Grandma Martha and and send her a card, (laughs) send her a note, uh, how do they do that?
4: Well, they can send it to Martha Sala, PO Box 257, Notre Dame de Lourdes, Manitoba, ROG... 1M0.
2: Okay, perfect. Go. And Martha is going to be celebrating her 100th birthday on Tuesday, February the 2nd. Thank you both so much Thank for you. taking time out of your day to join us on the Razamoka Show.
3: Oh. Thank you, oh, Thanks, guys. You're, the you're best.
8: welcome. We
5: love you. Much love to you guys. Take care.
3: You'll have to come to my birthday party.
5: I would love to, but
3: sometime this summer.
5: I we would we would love to. We would love to. Yeah. Only if you serve gin. Yeah, a little bit of gin. <laughs> yeah, okay.
3: I'll have some gin for you. All okay. right.
2: <laughs> love you lots, Martha. You take care, Thank you. Thank you. This
0: is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
2: Hi, Jackie in Newfoundland. How are you? It's Roz Mocha. Ah, uh, hi. How are you guys? Doing great. What's going on with you today?
14: Oh well, I tell you what. Now I was with my client, and I said, "Just watch. They're going to call as soon as I start rinsing you." And oh sure wow. Enough-
2: <laughs> okay. So uh, Jackie lives in Newfoundland, Roz, and she is a she's a hairstylist. She's got her own salon. And she said she listens to the Raza Moga show. She has us on, like, pretty much all day. All day. Uh, even while uh, while taking care of clients. And, and everyone in the shop is always cracking
5: up. Wow.
14: The clients just absolutely crack up. And it's because of you guys laughing at your own joke.
5: <laughs> oh, don't say that.
14: <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> See? There you go. Yeah. And, and it's to the point, like, I was listening to you guys. I go to the gym 7 o'clock in the morning, and... I had to stop listening to you guys for a little while because it was distracting my workout. <laughs> oh,
2: no. Wow. Sorry. Because,
14: you, you, I mean, here I am. I'm going around with headphones on, and I'm just cracking up laughing. So everyone's looking at me saying, what in the name of gosh is wrong with her? Oh, but anyway, it's
5: fun. <laughs> where, it's fun. Where in Newfoundland are you?
14: Uh, Stephenville, Newfoundland.
5: Cl- closest to what?
14: Uh well we are eight hours away from St John's.
5: Okay, oh, so you're wow. the you're the you're the so other we're, you're, we're you're the other the west, Newfoundland. We're on the west coast. Yeah, I got gotcha. you.
2: And what's yeah. the uh, what's the COVID situation like out there? As as a hairstylist and as a salon owner, you are allowed to be open, right? Yes,
14: but it's like Newfoundland right now is probably the safest place in the whole world. Wow. Uh, mm. we've had no cases. As of yesterday, again. Nice. Um, right now, um, well, I mean, the population of Newfoundland is like over five hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. So there's there's three active cases.
5: Oh wow! Wow, that's great. Yeah, my mom used to live in Newfoundland.
14: Really? Yeah. She,
5: she lived in uh, Carbonear.
14: Okay, so that's up by St. John.
5: Exactly. Yes, and I remember hearing a story when I was out there from. People who had lived there generations and generations, and I can't remember which it is. Is it does Newfoundland not have squirrels, or do they not have raccoons? What?
14: Um, I don't think we have raccoons. I think raccoons are in uh, like Nova Scotia, those places.
5: Yeah, I don't oh, cuz wow. yeah, I don't think Newfoundland has raccoons. but we, but we have squirrels. Oh yeah. Okay, you have squirrels. So so it wasn't squirrels, but I remember no Newfoundland raccoons? not having one of them. Yeah, cuz it, well it's an island, right? And it's like if, if you don't bring one, they're never going to show up there and they're not native to Newfoundland.
2: Hey Jackie, you want some raccoons? We got lots <laughs> in this neighborhood where <laughs> no, we do the radio they, show from. They like tearing up garbage. Yeah. Yes,
5: <laughs> they they, yes, they do. Uh, they Simon would like to say hi to you.
14: Hello, hello. Oh, hi, Mori. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Do you have a joke what? to tell me?
6: Oh no. Oh yeah. no. Yeah. What do? Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. What do Newfoundland fishermen do on a day off?
14: What do fishermen do on a day off? Yeah. Okay. Netflix go ahead. Tell me.
5: And chill. Netflix and chill. He said.
14: Oh my gosh. <laughs> she's like yo guys i still
5: have a client waiting
14: (laughs) i'm gonna be telling that joke for the rest of the day now
0: oh wow damn
5: yeah here listen (laughs) to this yeah so 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 listen so newfoundland there are no raccoons skunks or porcupines what really did you just google that yeah i did So wait a second, you don't have skunks either? No. Wow. So you've never been driving down the road and smelt that smell of somebody who just crushed a skunk?
14: Only when we've been in Nova Scotia.
5: Wow. Damn,
2: you want some skunks? We got <laughs> lots here, to... <laughs> Well, thank you. <laughs> well, Jackie, we'll let you get to your appointment, uh, but we just wanted to call to say thank you very much for making us a part of your day and uh, and a part of your 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 salon ownership as well, sharing the, the Raza Moga show with your clients. We are sending you so much love, and we can't thank you
14: enough. oh thanks guys we love
2: you <laughs> hey jackie before we let you go uh between ross and mocha who's your favorite
14: okay i i've all i knew this was going to be asked so i i love something about each of you but mocha's laugh just kills me
2: <laughs> there you go so, thank you very much hey jackie real quick for everyone listening on the on the podcast and on the live show as well what's the name of your hair salon jack studio there you go there Jack you go. Studio. hit her Perfect. Up. thank you so much awesome. jackie
14: Okay, guys, have a great day.
2: This
0: is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
2: Yo, the stock market has been wild, like absolutely wild the past couple of days.
5: Servers are shut down. There's messages of we own you now uh, coming from Reddit. I'm not 100% sure what's going on, but it seems like Reddit is either trolling the stock market Mm -hmm. or they're trolling people like billionaire hedge funds. I don't know what's happening. All I know is GameStop is... The biggest story in the U.S. stock market, GameStop, the video game place, yeah. and it's all like because- on the brink of like
2: bankruptcy, Bro, too. I don't
5: even know. And it's all because of Redditors, people on Reddit.
2: So we need somebody who's smarter than us to help explain and talk about this. Uh, from 680 News in Toronto, uh, business editor Mike Apple joins us
5: right now. What's up, dude? Living a life. Help us out here. For anybody whose knowledge of the stock market came from watching the big short because of Brad Pitt, um, what (laughs) what is happening with GameStop and Reddit? Like, is this a giant troll job or is this a sabotage move? Like, what is happening right now?
10: I think we're still trying to figure that out, actually, because it's happened so quickly. The backstory is that... The hedge funds were kind of called out on Reddit blog posts, specifically one called Wall Street Bets, for shorting GameStop, which is you know a retailer that sells video games. You know it, it's it's brick and mortar. And now that you can actually download video games directly to your console, why do you need to go into a physical store? Shorting means what for people? Betting against the company's future success or stock price. They basically borrow they borrow the stock expecting it to fall and they split the difference when they sell. Oh, that's a real deep oh, move. Okay. okay, cool. Okay, yeah.
5: so Reddit, what the, the people on this subreddit, they don't like this and now they're trying to screw those guys?
10: Basically, yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> oh. the anecdotal story was that they were these reddit blog posts were offended that gamestop was in the sight lines of the wall street hedge funds who you know and hedge funds kind of get a bad rap they short stocks they also go long bet on the success of companies they're kind of a market maker but nevertheless they get bad headlines because the managers are you know multi millionaire billionaire types who go on tv and tell you why a company sucks and then it Subsequently, fails. Right. So the the blotters went and said, "Hey, if we start buying the stock, well, then the hedge guys have to cover their losses." So it just kind of builds upon itself. And what did we see yesterday? A couple of them, a couple of sell out on, you know, and, and took multi-billion-dollar losses.
2: I also saw that they, uh, the the <laughs> folks from Reddit in this in this subreddit, what is it, Wall Street Wall Street bets. That well, they about, yeah. they're the reason why the stock in AMC mm-hmm. went up yep.
10: and also yep. friggin' Tootsie Roll went up <laughs> by like fifty percent. <laughs> well this okay, all of these companies have questionable, if not non existent earnings. Yeah. Which is what you fundamentally trade shares on, buy or sell. But in this case, anything that is basically hedged against, again, the Redditors said, let's buy those and squeeze the shorts. Okay, before before we, before we let you go, how much of this
5: <laughs> are people who are trying to turn a profit but also stick it to the man? And how much yeah. of this are people who are just simply nihilists who want to watch that whole world burn?
10: Well, and haven't we seen that elsewhere on social media platforms, right. regardless of the topic? And you know, there, is this a pump and dump where there's just a couple of people anonymous? <laughs> How do you not not laugh, hey, How do you not laugh every
5: time you say that. How do you not as a money guy laugh every time you got to say pump and dump? <laughs> 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 this is wild. This is, so what are we yeah. looking at today? You had said that this may be the most traded day in the history of the stock market, right? It's
10: possible. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've seen GameStop's volume already surpass all of the Dow 30 on a single day, and then you've got companies from that you know that actually make money. Apple, sold $111 billion worth of product and made $28 billion in oh profit. God.
2: Wait, Mike, so <laughs> yeah. what, with what Reddit is doing versus Wall Street, does this not give false hope to some of these businesses that haven't been thriving until now? Like, what happens tomorrow or next week or, like,
10: next month? Depends what GameStop does with this. If anything, can they go out and say, hey, we're still viable and we can transform the company? They got a new... this started a few weeks ago when they actually brought in some new board of director members, one being from Chewy.com, which is an online pet seller, (laughs) pet food seller. So there's some rationale behind it from an e-commerce standpoint. Maybe they can transform. But, you, you, you know, you mentioned Tootsie Roll. (laughs) <laughs> it's gone up exponentially. By the way, they make junior mints, and those can oh, be refreshing. Uh, <laughs>
2: uh, Thank Mike you Apple so much. from 680, we got to pump it dump, bro. <laughs> All right. All right.
0: <laughs> well, you yeah, have fun.
2: Later, man. <laughs> See you, dude. Yeah.
0: yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Ros and Mocha's Fix My
2: Life. What advice can you guys give me?
1: Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem
0: you can't fix.
2: Roz and moki got you. Yo, Chris, what up? Hey, what's going on, guys? Good, man. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha show. What's on? Uh, what's on your mind? Uh, man, I'm
13: working a job that I really hate, but it pays really well, and I just I don't know what to do. Holy
5: classic case. So you wrote us this, yeah, a few years back, that you changed your career paths and took a job that you just said pays well, but you absolutely hate it. You did this because you recently got engaged and you needed to plan for the future with your fiance, which is. right thing to do uh you say that you want to go back to a career that you're passionate about but i know money isn't as good i want to give my fiance the life that she deserves but i feel like i'm sacrificing my happiness to make that happen what should i do
2: damn what is the career that makes you happy
5: uh i was in the automotive industry for about 15 years building cars building bikes
2: wow 15 huh and what are you doing now
5: I'm a crane operator. Yeah. Okay. Why do you hate it so much?
13: Uh, I mean, for one, the hours. I mean, I'm up at like 3.30 in the morning, and, uh, you know, by the time I get home, it's late. I'm tired, exhausted, got no energy. Um, I'm by myself. You know, I don't get to work with my hands the way I normally would if I'm wrenching on a car or a bike, so. Mm-hmm.
5: Now, when you say that this job pays better than the other job, what's the sort of differential? What's the, what are we talking?
13: Uh, pretty significant. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean the automotive industry. It's you know it's more of a labor of love, mm-hmm. whereas what I'm doing now is, um, you know, it's it's definitely more long term and, and you know the money is much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there
2: is it because there's more? Um, I don't know. Is there more risk to safety to what it is um, you're doing now? What I'm doing now,
13: it's it's really a limited group of guys that are that are out operating cranes, right? Yeah. Um, whereas mechanics, I guess, were. More of a dime a dozen situation. So right.
5: okay, I'm going to tell you this: doing the thing that you're passionate about or doing the thing that you love is going to start to feel really, really awful when you can't pay the hydro bill. Yeah. Okay. It's not going to. It's not the the thing that's going to fix you. It's not going to make you happy. Um, just simply doing something that you love isn't always the right decision. Now, I will ask you this: the job that you do, work in the crane, are you good at it?
13: Yeah. I mean, uh, they're they're pretty. They're pretty meticulous about who they put in this position. So you, you got to have some set of skills before they'll let you operate.
5: So I'm going to say most people, okay, the idea that, that we're all fortunate enough to get to do something that you love is just such a fallacy. And it's it's actually arrogant because most people don't get to do the thing that they love. Most people hope to be somebody who can be depended on, somebody who can go in and crush the thing that they're asked to do and work with other people and build relationships and take pride in your work, right? And be dependable. And that's is—that's the sort of level of satisfaction that the vast majority of people who have a job in the world can strive for. And once you have that, that's really a great thing. You don't have to love it. You just have to be really good at it. Now, when it comes to... The stress and hating your job, I think what it comes down to is you will really, really hate your job if you feel that you have no options. But I think that once you realize that you have options and you can easily go and do something that maybe doesn't pay as well, but you could walk right out of that crane and walk into somewhere else and start wrenching on an engine for one eighth of the salary, um, you have that option. And I think that life changes when you realize you have options. And I think that to just change your attitude about the job that you have now will probably significantly reduce your stress level yeah true
2: what else in your life chris do you have that makes you happy uh like what are the stuff like what are the what are the things do you do that make you happy you know what right now with with everything that's going on with corona
13: it's it's you know Wrenching is really my only pastime. It's the only thing I enjoy aside from you know hanging out with my fiance and just being at home and being a homebody and movies and stuff like that. But I mean, uh, and and it's also tough because we just moved into a, a new place where I don't have access to a garage. So I used to be able to at least come home from work and go in the garage and wrench on my own toys and my own bikes and whatnot. But now we have to downsize. We don't have that garage space, so I can't even do that anymore. So I just find myself leaving work, going home, staying home. And just not having that sort of outlet to be able to do something that I enjoy.
5: Yeah, you need something that's just yours, mm-hmm. right? You have to yes. you have to have something that's just yours. Um and, and it takes you away from all of the things that you got to do during the day. Do you have a basement?
13: No, we're, we're in like a stacked townhouse. So we've got like two floors and that's it.
5: Okay. How many rooms you got?
13: Uh, Two, but she's using one as her home office cause she's working from home. Okay.
5: Well you listen, you don't have the luxury of doing that. So maybe you need to, you need to figure something else out. You need to maybe work on something smaller that you can put on the kitchen table. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe you could say to your, to your wife, Hey, listen, I'm going bonkers in this job. I clean up that crane every day. I'm alone. I'm going nuts. I need something that I can come home to aside from you that is just mine that's going to make me a little happy. So what I'm going to do is there's only two of us, so I'm going to lay newspapers and a tarp over half that kitchen table, and I'm going out, and I'm going to buy a vintage two-stroke Honda motorcycle engine, and I'm going to take that son of a bitch apart and put it back together because I need to do that because I just need to do that. Yeah, you have to help me out here. I need to do this.
2: No, she, she's good. She, I think she would be down for that. I think
13: then, she, do she that. then do that. Really
5: then do that, man. If she, gives you, if she gives
2: you any pushback, say the options are either the bedroom or the kitchen table.
5: Yeah, yeah. Like, just do it. Do it, man. Yeah, yeah. You got to yeah. You got to have that thing. And if and if you guys have you know any sort of relationship, which it sounds like you do, she's going to support you.
2: It sounds like yeah, you're just no, a, I, you're in a little bit of a rut. You just need to get out of it. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's it too.
5: But no. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, man. You know what's gonna feel worse than every day you climb up that crane is the days where you wake up on a Sunday morning, you sit at that kitchen table with no engine on it, and you go, "My God, how am I going to pay the mortgage this month?" Yeah, very true. That feels worse. <sighs> Good advice, guys. Options, baby, options. Okay, once you realize you can walk away, your world is going to open up. Go in there every day, knowing that you could walk out of there at the end of the day and never go back.
13: Fair enough.
2: But you also got to pay that mortgage.
5: <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, we do. All right, I appreciate it, guys. All I right, do. you take care, brother. You too. Bras
13: and mochas fix my life
2: on Kiss.
5: Uh, uh, Jared Leto was on with James Corden, and a couple of things. Uh, one, he talks about how he met Phineas and Billy Eilish like way, 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 way early on. Mm-hmm and loved them before anybody else even knew who they were. So listen to this. This is uh, Jared Leto on with James Corden.
9: I know that you, you talked about music then. You collaborated with Phineas, uh, who I'm, yeah. I'm a huge fan of. Uh, and I know that you've known him and his sister Billy like, since they started
7: making music together. How did you meet that family? Did you know right away that they were, that they were something special? Absolutely, you know they weren't signed. And I thought that maybe maybe I would si- try and sign them. They were, they were so incredibly talented and just special people. You know, the music is one thing, but I think they just incredibly intelligent, really empathetic, just really good people, you know? Uh, and and I'm, I, I quite like them a lot. Um, but uh, anyway, at, at one point they played at my house. They, I had a little dinner <laughs> for like 12 people and yeah. I said, hey, will you guys come and play a couple of songs? And they were like, yeah, sure. And they showed up with like a Guitar Center PA and played the most heartbreakingly beautiful music with like, you know, it shouldn't have sounded that good. It was impossible that it sounded that good, but they played there. I remember Leo uh, DiCaprio was there and a couple other people and they were just like, what? How did you find these people? (laughs) And like, who are they? Everyone was just jaws on the floor, 12 people max. Uh, at my place in in the Hills and, uh, yeah, just, just great people. I'm huge fans too. Damn, so he almost signed.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. What could have been, it, but instead he was like, "Can you come and play my dinner party?" Yeah, The uh, <laughs> gonna be there. That's like that's like people, you know what I mean? Like the amount of money that I spent on Apple in the nineties, but on just on like computers and stupid things yeah. instead of buying stock. <laughs> you know, I know where I was like, you know, I had people come over and be like look at my cool new computer. You yeah. know, that's what he was at Billy Eilish and Phineas. Totally. They were got like, "Come for dinner. I got this cool band." Instead of signing them, right? Long term, baby, long term. I wonder but- why. But uh, Jared Leto, uh, Academy Award winner, and the question that you always wind up asking at some point to an Academy Award winner is where do you keep the statue, mm-hmm. right? and You put it on display. Exactly. Like for everyone to see. Some people keep it in the bathroom because right. they like want to flex but not too hard. Yeah. Right? You know <laughs> what I mean? So this is uh, Jared Leto on his statue.
9: I know that you recently just moved. And during yeah. the move, is this true that you've
7: misplaced your Oscar? Have you found it yet? oh no yeah, you know it, I found out that it's been missing for like three years uh, <laughs> and i didn't I didn't know that I don't think anyone wanted to tell me uh but I had moved house in l a and uh and then when we moved it somehow just magically kind of disappeared so it it could be somewhere, but everyone searched for it high and low and uh you know, I hope it's in good hands wherever
5: it is. <laughs> Mad
2: disrespectful. <laughs> How do you not know where your Academy Award is? Or somebody you think stole it, it. I think somebody stole yeah. it. Like one of the movers yeah, maybe? Yeah,
5: Pocketed yeah. It? somebody stole it. It's like a, I'm sure somebody has it on their dashboard in some, you know, moving truck right now.
2: Yeah. Look with, what we got from Leto's house.
5: Yeah, with duct tape holding <laughs> it there. <laughs> yeah, The raws and Mocha Show
2: podcast. Podcast.
5: Do you see that uh, Dale Moss's statement? Again, his second another statement. One? Now Another one.
2: This guy DJ Khaled, <laughs>
5: but they're
2: still following each other.
5: Yeah, well, because everybody makes such a big deal when people stop following each other. I don't know, man. But you can't. But know.
6: your advice, Roz's advice, I know, I know. during FML is always: you have to separate, you have to oh, unfollow. Yeah, I don't.
2: Clean break. Clean break. We all know that.
5: But but he... you know what though?
2: I think clean break is for regular people. I think when you're in the world of celebrities. Draws
5: too much attention.
2: Way too much. Yeah. Like there was shortly after draws the new too year. too much attention. Kylie Jenner unfollowed like five or six people, I think. Yeah. And like there was this big article. I know. Yeah. About like the speculation as to why she started unfollowing Yeah. yeah. Suddenly
5: you're on TMZ. So who wants that kind of heat? Yeah. Uh, so this is what Dale said, that it's taken him some time to process everything that's gone on. He says, I know a lot of y'all uh, have seen me smile on social media. And say, I don't seem as hurt or burdened by this. But that's the farthest thing from the truth.
2: Oh, like I'm not smiling on the inside? Yes. Mm. I'm
5: the crying on the inside kind of clown. (laughs) This time has sucked. And thank God I have friends and family that I have. Because they've literally had to carry me through the last two plus weeks. Also that real estate agent. (laughs) building a relationship in general is tough, especially when you're doing it in the public eye. Media will take things and run with them. Uh, People will spread lies or always want to point the finger. But the fact of the matter is there's no one person to blame in this situation. Like every relationship we've had our ups and downs and have gone through our things, but the statements that have come out didn't come out of nowhere. I love Claire and I respect her enough to let her know how I feel, even if that's against the expectations of everybody else. He goes on to say that it's going to take time. I wanted nothing more than to make this relationship work. And I put my heart and soul into each and every day, which was like how many days, like 60, something like that. (laughs) Less than Uh, I wanted nothing more than to build this relationship into a, uh, build this healthy relationship. Uh, Well, this is going to be difficult what you see from me is uh, trying to practice what I preach and continue to put my best foot forward each and every day. And while trying to find some sense of normalcy, I'm also going to continue to try and find joy and happiness in each day and continue to share that everything else is in God's hands. So I guess that's why he's smiling all the time. Is like, Do you think he'll be the next getting...
2: bachelor? I don't know. I don't know, man. But you know what? His story, like they could make a season out of it, right? No,
5: I'm not saying they couldn't make a season out of it, right? They could absolutely make a season out of it. But I think it would really make him look like trash. But this was like, well, this was like something we'd never seen before, which is like, you know, like let's light the entire show on fire because we're so bloody in love. Yeah. And I don't, I think maybe he would be considered the Bachelor if Claire wasn't the one who had done this show five times. But I right. also
6: wonder if in the fine print of their contracts, if it says, if love doesn't work out for you, we can choose if you're going to no, be the next No, that's
5: not in
2: the contract. Hey, did you guys you know, see not
5: some... You can't force somebody to be the bachelor.
2: Did you guys see that photo <laughs> of uh, Claire <laughs> recently? And she, I think she was like with her kid walking down the street. No. And she still had her ring still had the engagement
6: oh right on she's hurt
5: i know she's hoping for right? the best i know claire's hoping oh, for the best
6: real. why do you suppose that dale deleted the first um statement and then released this because one?
5: because he the first statement made it seem like it was a joint statement mm-hmm. and it was not a joint statement but you can't delete things on on social media it's always still out no there. i know but you can you can del- you can the, the gesture is deleting it because you spoke at a turn this is what he should have said the first time yeah but he didn't he's like we 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 and she, yeah, was, like, she was like what like, uh, are you talking no. about? You,
2: Excusez-moi. Yeah, you we're don't. not French over here. We wee wee. out of with that? Hey, the Roz and Mocha Show
5: podcast. Can we talk Bachelor real quick? Oh, girl, yeah. Okay.
2: Hey, I have a question. Yes, sir. The show started with like um, like a group date, like get together. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember seeing a group date. Was that a group date from? Like, no, last it was. Week? Yeah, it was a
5: continuation. Oh, right. Okay. The shows. I I have said this, but the. You can't mess too, too much with the formula of The Bachelor, and I get super pissed when the show doesn't end with a beginning-to-end rose ceremony. That is what we've come to expect from The Bachelor. Holding rose ceremonies over two episodes, it makes no sense. The episode always should end with a rose ceremony. Okay? That's how the episodes end. Because the
2: timeline just doesn't work. It messes
5: everything up. So
2: I get confused. Right.
5: Uh, so go with clip number one for me. It, it starts off with Katie and Victoria talking about. Because if you remember last week, Sarah left, yeah. right? She bailed. And this is Katie and Queen Victoria uh, discussing Sarah's departure.
1: Like, Sarah left. So, like, bye. Like, relationships are hard. And if you're telling me the first time things get hard, you pack your bags, yeah. I'm already like, <laughs> bye. Peace. Yeah. yeah. Just the trash took itself out. Can you
5: stop? Seriously? <laughs>
8: Damn.
5: She's gone. There's no point to keep talking about her or saying negative things.
1: No, I won't stop, Katie. I'll do whatever the f- I want. <laughs> okay. Well, you can keep being toxic and rude about it. I'm not She's... toxic.
13: She's just not here. What's the point? Oh, my
1: God. Shut up, Katie. Literally. <laughs> Victoria seems to thrive
5: on being mean to other girls. To me, it's kind of a reflection on maybe her insecurities. You know, I don't care who's here and who's not i'm focused on me and my connection with matt there
2: like, we go victoria she's just being that way right yeah. or is that she oh, you think, think she's, she's that really way in real life way. i think she's a hundred percent that she's way she's not it on
5: because she knows she's on tv no 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 um i so and again with breaking the rules on this show so they bring matt outside and then cars start showing up and new women yeah start getting out of the cars there's some more girls a, up in that house.
2: They never gave <laughs> a reason. Great line, by the way. I forgot about that. They never gave a reason as to why, right?
5: No, I Did don't Chris know. Did Harrison say, like,
2: no. here's
5: why we're bringing... We'll, no we'll bring I bring up five I, more you can speculate I think that maybe he may have gone to them to say I don't see the one in this group get me more girls yeah you know I don't know I don't know or they could have just wanted to shake it up or they realized that I don't know I don't know why because it happened early enough in the show that this hadn't even been airing yet so they don't sound like they were doing it for ratings or mm. anything like that I don't know what the I don't know what the reasons were Weird. but uh but Brittany was the standout uh, clip number three please Brittany was the standout because she got out of the car walks up to Matt and just like starts open mouth kissing him. Hey, hi.
4: what's up, Matt? It is doing? so great to finally meet you. Yeah. My well. name is Brittany. I am from Chicago, but enough of all that. I want to make up for lost time.
1: Oh,
9: damn.
5: Yeah.
1: Who is that? Is she kissing him? <laughs>
5: all the girls this are looking care. out the window.
2: Yeah, of course. I'll see
4: you inside. <laughs>
5: Oh, damn. Okay, 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 okay. 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 So then, so what what we, yeah, exactly. So then what happens is Anna says that she knows Brittany from Chicago, and she's been getting some, she's been getting some uh, messages that Brittany may be a call girl. Clip number seven.
1: Coming into this, I actually was getting messages from people in Chicago, um, and just kind of them saying like, watch out for this girl. That like, you're an escort and all the stuff. Wait, you were telling people in the house that? I think that's an awful thing to say about someone and I wanna apologize. <laughs> but also, <laughs> kind of give the you the fact. space, oh. if you wanted to talk about like, why people were sending warnings about you when I literally have never met you.
4: No, I'm not an escort. Like, it's just like so ridiculous to even like say that. Like, to have that come out of my mouth. Like, I've had a boyfriend my entire like since I was 16.
2: Oh man.
4: Making like a conclusion about me before you like even know me. Just
5: that ch- that. And that is a. I
4: don't
5: know. Brutal.
4: It just makes me like, I just feel like everyone's like against me right now.
5: It's a brutal thing to say about somebody. She's not, all right, or she... I, I, she claims she's not, and I think that that should be fine for people. I mean, I just don't know how you go and start telling everybody that on television mm-hmm. before you've even had a chance to talk to her. And even if she was, like, to even just say that, like, it's it, it, the, the vengeance in that house when those five new girls showed up was crazy. So Katie had had enough, and it ends with this, Katie going out to tell Matt just about how Incredible, what l- what the level of toxicity is in the house, especially when it comes to um, Brittany, the new girl. This is nine. There's some pretty bad rumors that are starting about the new girls that literally could ruin their lives. Not even exaggerating. So I just figured tomorrow, everyone's together in
1: one
11: room. You could address it. And coming from you, I think it would just mean a lot more to them.
9: I hear it, and that's yeah. something that I'll never stand for. And I'm going to address tomorrow. When Katie mentioned that the bullying rumors could potentially ruin this woman's life, I had to take a step back because for me, it's bigger. Now it's bigger than our relationship. It's it's their family, it's their career, and I don't want that for anybody.
5: Sorry to bring it up. No, no, thank you. You know, not you. take too much time. And... No,
9: that's important. I need to have these conversations. Yeah. Thank you. All right. All good night. You, Who's spreading these rumors and why? And the fact that somebody in the house thinks that they're gonna be able to bully their way to my heart, it's not how it works. It's not something that I want to be a part of this journey, and I, I need to get to the bottom of it. So, better believe I'm going to bring it up. Oh. Yeah. The
5: Raws
2: and Mocha Show
0: Podcast. Podcast.
2: We knew the snow was coming. Yeah. And we're getting a big dump of it. Pretty much what we got like around Christmas time, if you remember. Yes. We're getting that today. Uh, GTA is going to see anywhere from 5 to 10 centimeters west of us. So, Halton and Peel, get ready. You can see 15 to 20. And it's going to be cold. Uh, So, there is a winter travel advisory in effect. So, be careful. I'm fine
5: with this. I'll tell you why. Because we're almost out of January, man. Yeah. Like, we've had... We're in the last week of it. We've had, like... We've had a nothing winter so far. Yeah. I'm fine if, you know, February is terrible. The end of January is terrible. We're out of the woods. We're fine. Wait for that polar vortex again. <laughs> Who cares? How long Wait is that, that? going to last?
2: I don't know, a couple of days. Yeah.
5: Whatever. We can I'm handle this.
2: It. Yeah. I what, I say don't is- like,
5: what I don't like is when it's the end of December and then they start talking about massive amounts of snow. And mm-hmm. then you're like, oh, my God, we haven't even touched January and February yet. I know. But we're almost out of January. We're fine. We got this. And believe me, Halton's ready. Those are my people. <laughs> yeah,
2: you guys are ready. <laughs> We're Halton. Is, I just assume Halton is
5: so ready. They are always ready for snow.
2: I assume Halton is more prepared for snow at any time of the year. Yeah, like just always.
5: Yeah, because like this is, and I, and I, I I've told this story many times. Right, my perception of Toronto. Okay, growing up in Acton was I would wake up before school
8: mm-hmm.
5: when I was in high school, and I would watch breakfast television and i would be in my living room looking out my window and there would be like two feet of snow from a massive dump that happened the night before and i would watch bt and they would be standing on the streets of toronto and there would be no snow and so i thought toronto was this magical land because it was, only, it was only it was only it was like less than an hour away, but yet we were always covered in snow. So that's one of the, my motivation. One of my motivations of moving out of there and getting to Toronto eventually is because I didn't think it snowed in Toronto, right? I was like, they never get snow. Like they literally never get snow. Yeah. And so believe the promised me, land. it's the promised land. Yeah. And so they're ready because it was just always snow. There was always snow uh-huh. growing up in Acton. There was just always, always like whenever when it never snowed anywhere else, we would be like, oh god. Shoveled the double driveway. I'm like, we only had one car. Why do we have a driveway for two cars? Right? (laughs) Visitors. (laughs) You know what I mean? We didn't have visitors. Everybody walked. (laughs) We didn't have visitors.
2: Deliveries? No.
5: Deliveries? I think maybe. Okay. Maybe growing up, I think I recall, oh, maybe one time we had a delivery at the house. Once. Once. Wow. What else would be delivered? With your no snow, Amazon and internet. Your snowshoes yeah, for the winter. Who's going to deliver them? Well, I guess whoever no, them. No, you went to Zeller's. Yeah. Nothing was ever delivered to the house. Yeah, true. I never I remember guess. when did... Like, if, if I came home from school one day and there was a package there, I would I would have called my mom at work. Can I open it? What's in it? Can I open it? We never got a delivery.
2: Maybe your dad was uh, just in case you guys got a second car.
5: Dude, we never had food delivery I never had food delivery. I'm talking until... about a second car now. Oh please. You didn't have pizza delivery? No. You had to go pick that up, man. We had no pizza delivery. Who picks up a pizza? Well, small towns. <laughs> yeah, why not? Like, you just like, go for a walk. Yeah. Man. Well, yeah, there was no there was no delivery of any kind. Like no delivery of any kind where I grew up. Like if you wanted it, you had to go and get it. Yeah. There was no I would I would take a pizza home on my bike. Oh, they delivered your milk. No th- What are you talking about? When you were a kid, did they not deliver milk? What? When I grew up in 1942?
0: (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I have
5: to thank you. You have to what, Maury? I have to thank you. For what?
0: Uh,
6: Recommending Ted Lasso. Isn't it the best show ever? That show is fantastic. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We've been getting a lot of messages at the Roz and Mocha Show from people who have said that... uh, Ted Lasso is exactly what you said, Ross, the show that we all need right now.
5: Yeah, it was. And it was the because once you realize that the the other shoe's not going to drop and Ted Lasso wasn't going to become a huge jerk. Yeah. Uh, it was just beautiful. Like, I just want I couldn't get enough of it. Like, its just, I don't know. There's something about it. he's just he's so positive and kind. And I don't know. We, you don't you get don't, that in TV you right You don't. Now. You really, really don't. Yeah. And. Uh, and we've seen this formula before, but the show is basically Major League with Charlie Sheen,
2: yeah. Only oh, with a only with
5: that. a with a British sh- uh, soccer team, right? But it's such a beautiful show; it's so great. And then, have you watched that other one that I recommended yet? In and of itself,
2: no, I no? will though. You will. It's a it's a, it's, a,
5: it's, a, it's, a, it's a it's a storytelling sort of illusion magic, bra- like stage production that's filmed on the stage. By this guy who I never heard of who's a brilliant sleight of hand artist. And the way that he weaves storytelling through the magic, it's like, at the end of it, this is going to sound weird for a magic show, but at the end of it, you will, like, be in tears. Yeah. Like, it's so good. It's so good. is it
6: magic, though? Because there's, like, because what I'm
5: reading is, like, the guy doesn't want it to be called magic. No, no. Okay, here's the thing: is that he's. It's not magic. Like I, I use magic as a term of whatever. Like he does fantastic tricks during the show, like illusions. No tricks. He does fantastic tricks during the show, but the show is not about the tricks. The show is about the storytelling, and it's the way he just happens to do tricks exactly. So Mm. he, it's based. It's, it's, I think he tells like six different stories, and each story has a trick associated with it. But although the tricks are incredible, it's about the storytelling and his relationship that he has with the audience. Mm. And like, I can't tell you enough. Like, if you're just a fan of cool storytelling and shows that you wish you could see live, like I. I, you know me, I hate doing everything, right? Yeah. I hate it. I hate doing... I will I will pay to not go and sit in a seat and watch somebody do something live, wow. right? To not do The complete do that. opposite of what they want you to yes. do. Yes. <laughs> I would go to this show... Every night of the week for an entire week, wow, if I had the opportunity really? to do it, wow, yeah, he's that absolutely. Good. It is in Canada now, so is it is it? on demand. Oh yeah, you can, you can, yeah, you can get it on demand. I just, I just got it on YouTube, yeah. but you can get it on like Rogers on, on ro- Rogers on demand and stuff like that. Uh, but it's called In and of itself, and do yourself a favor. So Ted Lasso is the first recommendation as oh, always because so it's the Apple. best show on Apple, and then uh, In and of itself is the is the other one.
2: Perfect. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show
5: podcast.
2: Uh, The Versus battle that Timberland and Swizz Beatz started during quarantine leveled up huge. Where it started on Instagram, all of a sudden it gains popularity, moves over to include Apple streaming, and also has major alcohol sponsorships. Yep. Versus is where you take two iconic artists or groups, they've done groups throughout the year as well, and they go head-to-head song for song. Their own songs battle each other and then the fans get to vote or it's universally decided that this artist is better than that artist uh, T-Pain versus little John Snoop Dogg versus DMX Alicia Keys versus John legend Ludacris versus Nelly Patti LaBelle versus Gladys Knight. Yeah, that was a big one. Brandy versus Monica two chains versus Oof. Rick Ross. These are just like a handful that took place over the course of the last 12 months. My all time favorite still is the dance hall one that they did between Bounty Killer and Beanie Man. It was the most entertaining. Right. Yeah, The cops showed, they did it in Jamaica. It was like a shoddy web feed. The cops showed up to break up the party. <laughs> Beanie Man chased the cops out. It was so fun. But every single time one of these battles happen, names keep being brought up and suggested for what the next or what the ultimate versus battle will be. And Timberland, one of the guys, again, behind these versus battles, was on the Jalen and Jacoby show on ESPN yesterday and told them, because they had recommended what they feel the next versus battle should be. And Timberland said, it's funny enough, because Drake actually messaged me About the same two people. It's so funny. Drake
13: Drake hit me up too about it too. He said, "You got, we got to make that happen. We got to make that happen." I'm like, "Soon to come, soon to come."
2: Those two names, Roz, Mm -hmm. are Usher versus Justin Timberlake. It's a good battle. Shem, you want to join us real quick? It's a good battle. Shem and I were going back and forth on text as to who would win. We were talking about this for all... Because this was trending like crazy yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Because each artist, like, they have numerous number one hits.
5: Big catalog versus big catalog.
2: They kind of came up at the same time as well. If you want to include Justin Timberlake and, you know starting out his career with NSYNC. Usher was also on the rise at the same time. And then even when Justin started doing his solo stuff, Mm. Usher, as a solo artist, at that point, started to climb on a commercial level just
5: just as much. And they're so similar, too. Like, if you bought a ticket to see Usher, and Usher got the flu, and they said, you know, Usher got the flu, but Justin Timberlake's going to step in and take a spot. <laughs> I don't think people would be pissed, and I don't think the people would be pissed if it was the other way around either. Agreed. They're both great dancers. Who do you
9: got?
2: So let's just, for the sake of argument, right? Yeah. This is versus. This is Justin Timberlake versus Usher right? It might sound like this.
7: this is my confession. Just when oh. I thought I said all I can say, my chick on the side. So she got one on, on so my confession, confession. I ain't
2: burned. feeling me, the same in your body, don't want you, but you know
7: how to let it go.
2: on one side you have that catalog from Usher which is completely strong and it's just hit after hit after hit by the way every single one of those songs number one on the charts and we're talking weeks and weeks and weeks and then you flip over and go to Justin Timberlake's side
8: Yeah.
2: So that's a strong battle, guys. That's a really, really, really strong battle. But if I had to pick, okay, Mm -hmm. I am going with Usher all day. You are, huh? Yeah. As much as I love and two of my favorite Justin Timberlake songs we just heard, "Cry Me a River" and "My Love." Those are my two. All-time favorite JT songs. But I gotta give it to Usher. Mm.
5: Mm. Sham?
9: Uh, oh, that's hard. Um <laughs> I, I know. This is exactly like our text conversation oh, last man. night. listen, <laughs> I'm actually gonna go JT. And yeah. the reason I'm gonna go JT, this is not including NSync, obviously, right? Just solo stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think his records are going to. Um, they're going to play better now to to the audience now than I think old school Usher records. I think they're also more timeless than Usher records. And I love Usher. And I know, no pun intended, I'm going to get burned for it, but it's the absolute truth. I, I really think that Justin Timberlake wins.
5: I agree with you. I'm sorry, I I would pick Justin Timberlake I'm not saying that I think he's going to win But I I would pick, I would say Justin Timberlake But again, I think because The songs, when you hear those songs That you haven't heard in a long time They trigger something inside you And I think that JT's songs trigger Something that brings you back To a good place Mm. Right And I think that that matters for people
2: I'm still going with Usher on this one. Really? Yeah. So we're going to find out. Guarantee it's going to happen. Yeah. There's one thing I should mention, though, that if they go ahead with versus Usher and Justin Timberlake, yeah. they can't include NSYNC songs. What?
9: Yeah, you can't. That's not right. No,
2: you can't. You no, have to go huh? solo artist for solo artists because Usher then doesn't have, you know, he doesn't have a group to back him up. Yeah. Well,
9: he's not Justin Timberlake. He's not as good. Justin, wow. Justin is NSYNC.
5: True. I'm still holding out for Brittany and Christina. Because I think that would be a good one. That would be a good one.
0: Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. I'm podcast.
5: reading an article on whether Claire's going to do The Bachelor again.
2: No!
0: Claire, don't do it!
2: <laughs> don't do it, Claire!
5: No! I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think they can. I really don't,
2: because you know she would say yes if they did. Do you if think they had, so? Yes, though, absolutely.
5: Think, yeah, maybe yeah. they. Maybe
2: they. I think would. she would.
5: Maybe they would, but uh, Caitlin Bristow opened up um, on a podcast talking about when she was with Sean. Yeah, and you have the clip there when she was with um, when she was with Sean, and the question came up whether or not there is pressure involved to sort of keep it. Keep it together, keep a bad relationship together, but for the fans.
2: Oh. Wait, keep it together as in the like. As in
5: because there's such an incredible pressure to be a successful bachelor couple that maybe people hang on Pressure between the the
2: two of them or you think pressure from producers of the show
5: to say. No, no, not producers, but just just to keep appearances up Mm. because everybody wants to be the success story. Yeah. Right. So maybe you hang around in a bad relationship longer than you normally would just because you don't want to be like another failed bachelor relationship because caitlin and sean were together for like three for years time, yeah. yeah like they bought a house and rented it and everything else this is Caitlyn not talking about that
1: did you ever feel
4: like there was a loss of control of your own life like i need to stay in this relationship to make other people happy because we're the poster child for this show
1: um i think he felt that way i don't feel like i did because I mean, there's definitely a lot of pressure on us and but I was like madly in love with him. I like thought that was my person and I would have done anything to like try and stay with him. And so through those years, it was, it did feel a lot of pressure and like people always are chiming in and talking about your relationship and think they know your relationship. And I found that hard to keep up with because people didn't know we were struggling on the other side. They thought we were like this perfect, happy couple. And that's the part I found challenging.
5: Mm. Even still, yeah. I think Claire would say yes. About <laughs> going back on? Yeah. You think so? Absolutely. Oh, God, what a dude. That's a hard sell, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could sit there and watch another Claire uh, Hey,
2: Claire, you want to find love? she be like, yeah. yeah Do true, we have though. an idea for what, you? What's
5: the better idea, though? Claire back at it one more time for, like, time number six through mm-hmm. the factory? Or is Dale as a new bachelor the better play?
2: Oh, dale yeah i think if they had to to choose between the two yeah they would choose dale yeah i think
5: yeah i think that he'd be yeah i think that's the better play mm-hmm. yeah and then claire shows up in a limo unfinished Ooh. business you know what i'm saying can i talk to you <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> here we go the roz and mocha show
5: podcast Ah. Uh... Uh, Hey, Mocha. Yes. Are you ready? Yes. Podcast style. Uh
9: Let's do the news. A Roz
5: and Mocha show and KISS
9: 92.5 Newsbreak.
5: Man, are movies ever going to start coming out again? So James Bond, No Time to Die, was originally scheduled to open April 2020. April 2020. Then it was pushed to November 2020. Okay. Then it was pushed to April 2021. Yeah. Now it's October 8th, 2021. Oh no! Because <laughs> they want theaters. They want theaters, man. Also, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife has uh, just been pushed again. It was uh, its new date was supposed to be June 11th. Yeah. Uh, they now have it on the schedule for November 11th. Because <sighs> so, that's when
2: they think. Yeah, everybody's going to be open. Everybody's
5: again. thinking September, October, November for. Uh, life to sort of go back to normal Nothing you know why? vaccinated where you can go to theaters now.
2: You know who they're taking that lead from? <clears throat> Fauci. Because he's the one that's been kind of constantly I mean, being asked and he's the one that's saying, hey, if everyone gets... Uh, vaccinated it's global
5: though it's global yeah. like that's the problem is we that these movies be. the like james bond needs to open globally yeah right that's the problem is that the the only way that they do these is if they can they get that global box office like suddenly that global box office so you get places like new zealand and everything else where you you know re- they're having concerts in new zealand
2: yeah so that's my question is like with places that are around the world that are seeing success with reopening and having people vaccinated and like lockdowns and stuff like that. Right. Where there are parts of the world where it looks right now, like summer of 2019. Yeah. Like Wuhan. Everything is normal. (laughs) Wuhan, where it started. They're having festivals with like 20,000 people and stuff. Right. Yeah. Like they, they can't, I guess they can't sustain or they can't make enough in the box office to release it. Worldwide at the same time, no,
5: because you you need the American box you office because the then, oh. as soon as you release it into the world, it's gonna like you get pirates and you get everything, oh, yeah, it's I just a it. whole thing. Dang. uh, Dave Chappelle's has tested positive for COVID 19. damn, uh, is he touring? Yeah, so and he's been like living on the edge for a while, still doing shows in front of audiences. Um, they these shows are, I guess, as socially distant as they can be. But he was set to do a string of shows in Austin. He's been hanging around in in Austin for a long time. And a rep for Chappelle says that he's now in quarantine. But not that long ago, there was a picture of Dave Chappelle backstage at a comedy club in Austin with Joe Rogan, Elon Musk, and Grimes all hugging each oh, other backstage. Oh, no. so they all got back, to backstage and uh, no masks. And on January 9th, Grimes announced that she had COVID 19.
2: Oh, no. And they got that newborn at home.
5: Right. So she had COVID on the 9th. And I don't know when this picture's from, but it's recent because he's supposed to be doing those shows now. Yeah. And so they're all just running around, no masks on. So who I'm guessing everybody in that picture now has COVID. Yeah. Everybody, all of them. Every now and then you see things in the real world where you're like, God, man, that is almost like a Black Mirror episode or this feels a whole lot like a Black Mirror episode. Yeah. And and then you run into things that are exactly a Black Mirror episode. Microsoft has filed a patent that would allow the company to digitally revive deceased loved ones as chatbots using their individual's personal information. No, Thanks. They want to create an AI-based chatbot that would be built upon the profile of a person, which includes their images, voice data, social media posts, and electronic messages, among what? other types of personal information. It's understood that the chatbot would then be able to simulate human conversation through voice commands and or chat or texts. Oh, however, Microsoft Man. has taken the concept a step further by suggesting that a 2D or 3D model of a specific person could potentially also be created using, quote, image and depth information or video data of an individual in order to build a chat bot that has the same characteristics and behavior based on the digital output of a specific person. This is exactly what happened in a Black Mirror episode.
2: No, thanks. Don't mess with that kind of stuff
5: where they took everybody's social media footprint and after they died, they turned them into a real person, like a, like a chat bot. Don't do that. No,
2: don't do that. No, just because the tech is there. doesn't mean you got to utilize it in that
5: way. Okay. No way. Uh, Okay. So uh, Claire Crawley finally responding to Dale Moss's statement. Do you remember a couple of days ago? He released a statement saying, Claire and I broke up. We're asking for privacy, blah, 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 blah. We're good friends. Yeah. We're good friends. All this stuff. Private. Please, please respect. Okay whatever. Uh so now Claire has responded to Dale's statement Ooh, girl, saying what'd she say? I was made aware of a quote mutual statement at the same time you all were so I've needed some time to really digest this speaking for myself my intentions with this relationship have always been very clear so the truth is i am crushed this is not what i expected or hoped for and is still trying to process this 2020 was a hell of a year she goes on to say uh, i may not have all the answers but i do know this i will continue to show up stand by my word and be committed to love now
8: hmm.
5: i was thinking why would even under contract and all of this stuff why would dale release that statement so fast and out of the blue. Because you're not allowed to do that when you're a former Bachelor or even contestant. Yeah. My theory was that there's a woman involved, probably of some sort of stature, who said, listen, I am not getting busted as the other woman. So you either break up with her publicly or we ain't a thing. And so So Dale released the statement.
2: So you think Dale's already hooking up with some next gal?
5: Because here's the question. Who is... Eleonora Srugo. That is a I New York know. City real estate agent who has been friends with Dale for a very long time. However, her rep says they're denying any sort of romantic relationship between Wait, Eleonora and Dale. How did that name pop up, though? I don't Because he likes all her pictures. Oh, yeah. Okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They say this, Dale and Eleonora are and have been platonic friends for a few years. They have never been romantically involved in any way. She was excited for his engagement and only wishes him the best. Now, according to this source, uh, however, Claire was like, no, and their entire friendship did not sit well. She believes that Dale had been cheating on her with Eleonora. Quote, she never trusted the friendship and thought it was shady. Oh, 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 oh. the plot thickens. the plot thickens. Oh, uh, Zane and Gigi hadid uh gave their little girl a name publicly simply in the the sweetest way possible too because Gigi just changed her name on uh, Instagram to um uh to read Kai's mom.
9: Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so Kai is Aww. the the
5: name. I like that uh, name. One fan wrote that Kai means crowned in Arabic. Uh, other people have said the translation is closer to the chosen one, which would sort of be the same thing. Uh, we know that Zayn is a uh, British Pakistani um, origin, and Gigi's father Muhammad is from Palestine. So that name yeah. and the the origin like of that it, name. Uh, works works really well. Uh, we talked a little bit about this when there was just sort of little hints here and there last week with. Uh, a couple of articles saying that jojo siwa was about to uh come out as gay mm-hmm. and it was confirmed over the weekend and the first confirmation was a picture that jojo posted where she's just reading a she's wearing a shirt that just simply reads best gay cousin ever mm. that i guess her cousin gave her so that's uh that's what happened and then she did an ig live uh with fans answering a lot of questions and this is a bit from that
1: now that the world gets to see this side of my life It makes me really, really happy. I've been happy in this land for a minute now. And now though that I just get to share that with the world, it just, it's awesome. And I'm just so happy and it's just so amazing. And I want people to know that there is so much love in the world. There's so, so, so much love and it is so incredible and so amazing. It's wonderful.
5: And uh, JoJo got her, da- uh, her start on Dance Moms. Remember Dance Moms? Oh, that my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy. So that's where she got her start. So people are very familiar with her family. And uh, this is JoJo talking about how her parents reacted.
1: You want to know what my dad said? My dad said, hey, man. Love is universal. He <laughs> yeah, had he, my parents have known. My mom said that she's known for the last two years. She's like, I just know with you. She was like, about two years ago is when I was like, yeah, I don't think that you only like boys, and that's totally okay. Um, but then so like they just have always been so like everything and so over the top.
5: Justin Bieber posting a shot of himself from seven years ago in handcuffs being arrested uh, for DUI oh, on his okay. on his own Instagram and uh, Bieber wrote this this was yesterday seven years ago today I was arrested not my finest hour not proud of where I was at the time I was hurting unhappy confused angry um, misled misunderstood and angry at God I also wore too much leather for some reason for someone in Miami, because <laughs> you remember he had those big baggy leather shorts yeah, on, right? He was racing.
2: It was like a Lambo or yeah, something, right? Or and, uh, Ferrari. Yeah. On the
5: uh, all of this to say, uh, God has brought me a long way. From then until now, I realized something. God was as close to me as he is right now. My encouragement uh, to you is to, quote, let your past be a reminder of how far God has brought you. Don't allow shame to ruin your today. Let the forgiveness of Jesus take over and watch your life blossom into all that God has designed you to be. Love you guys with my whole heart. Uh, But yeah, the love and he had, what was he? He was on like some sort of pill and then THC is what they found. Oh, wow. In the system as well. You know, I will
2: say I'm happy. Um to see how Justin Bieber has progressed through life and like where he is right now. Sure. Super so yeah,
5: proud of that guy. Yeah, yeah. Really proud. Uh, would you be interested in a Biggie Tupac versus? Yo, you know what's crazy? What's that? Where's that story from? Uh, it was the it was Swiss Beats did an interview talking about how that's one of his dreams that he wants to put that together.
2: It's like Swiss Beats was in my group chat. Yeah. Cause I've had this chat many times with people. Like ever since like the summertime, we were trying to figure out what would be an amazing versus battle. Right. And Biggie and Tupac came up.
5: Right. I, mean, I still I still say I still say that the one that would close out that show and just end it forever would be if you did Kanye and Taylor Swift. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's right savage. Savage. <laughs> you know what
2: i would be interested in a biggie tupac one yeah yeah Because yeah, at that point be. you're just you're just talking about music yeah biggie all day by the way
5: dale moss's sister um Jumped on Instagram. So Dale posted a picture of him and his sister and he wrote Lil sis popped up in New York City and surprised me yesterday. Yeah. And then people started going in on the comments. And then she jumped in on the comments to say, super sorry, you can't post a picture of you smiling with your sister either. I came here to lift your spirits up and everything you've had to go through. People can continue to spread lies and bash you, but you know in your heart what the truth is along with the ones who are close to you. And then she added, glad to be here after a tough last few weeks. So, yeah, so I guess... I guess i don't know i don't know what he's been saying about claire the reasons he left or what it was but she's making it seem like he's gone through hell these last couple of weeks did
2: he not go he went and deleted that other post too right
5: yeah and he had to turn the comments off on this one because people are going yeah people are going the one that he
2: originally wrote about the breakup yes he went and deleted that but
5: i think that may have been more of a contractual thing than anything than anything else right um, but uh, but yeah, so he had to turn the comments on this because uh, because people are going in on him. Like it's not a it's not a nice place out there. Wow. Uh, ABC is pushing the return of Grey's Anatomy to March 11th. Hmm. The network announced yesterday that the uh, that I guess the last new episode was December something, and then it was pushed back a week. It was really supposed to come back on March 4th. Uh, they pushed it to the 11th because of production interrupt- interruptions and delays because of COVID. Uh, but if you recall i'm almost done with Grays this like this is going to be the end Man. of this. no but i don't even watch them live anymore I don't even watch them on Thursdays. I find oh, them. I no, I find them but on demand me, at some you, point on the weekend. To me, you've and... been kind of over graze for a long time. No, last year was okay. The COVID season is what did it for me. Oh, okay. I think it was a colossal mistake doing a COVID season. So you're almost done. I think that they should have just done a regular Grey's Anatomy season and not even touch COVID. No, I. Nobody wants to watch that. Hmm. Nobody. And now that Meredith has COVID and she's in a COVID. Spoiler coma, alert. She does. Yes. Oh, and oh, and that, right. and, that, and that and that's where that's where they left. It in December is that the one with uh when McDreamy showed yeah, back up? Yeah, Spoiler yeah, yeah. The other guy. So it. we got to wait until March 11th for uh for uh, Grace to. But
2: come you're back. not going to be like setting the PVR. Nah, nah, yeah, nah,
5: nah, I don't know about that. um A topless photo of Claudia Conway popped up last night. What? Claudia Conway, by the way, is 16. A topless photo of Claudia Conway popped up on Kellyanne Conway's Twitter account. What? Her mom? Her mom. How did that happen? No idea. Taken down now, though, right? Yeah. So it was on her fleets. Yeah. Right? Which is the Twitter version of Instagram stories. And then Claudia was doing she was live and people started telling her live that her mom posted a topless photo. And Claudia was like, oh, my God, this has to be a joke. And then she found out that it was legit. And then she went on TikTok afterwards to maybe try and explain why her mom, one, had or two would possibly post a topless photo of her own 16 year old daughter on Twitter.
1: Apparently, um, that's real. And so here's what I guess happened. The pictures from months ago, and I'm assuming that when my mom took my phone, um, anytime she's taking it because she takes it all the time, she took a picture of that. So that was on her phone, um, and I guess she accidentally posted it or somebody hacked her. But nobody ever, nobody would ever have any photo like that ever. So Kellyanne, you're going to f-ing jail. What? You're talking a
2: moms like that?
5: She, she, yeah i mean the cops are at the house all the time the cops were at the house last night and she still lives there yeah and she keeps saying she's trying to like i think she's going through the the process of emancipating herself from yeah. her, her father because i don't even For think her the, the father like, anymore like bro purpose, like Ke- right? uh, um, claudia's been posting like she just go, like secretly goes live when kelly's like yelling at her and like yeah. throwing stuff at her and being super abusive, like it's a, wow. it's not a safe place. Like that house is not a safe environment. Oh, and then you have this happen. So it's uh it's wild. Jackson Mickey, who won big brother in 2019. Mm-hmm. He did a video last night talking about what he went through while competing in big brother and This was on TikTok. Everything's on TikTok. And he captioned the video, my most terrifying post yet. I hid addiction from the world won the show and won back my life. Listen to this.
13: But for those of you that don't know, I went on a reality show called Big Brother. I moved in on June 17th, 2019, and I had a blood clot less than a month before. Before going into Big Brother, I was addicted to Xanax, struggled with Adderall and cocaine, Um, and I took my last Xanax less than two days prior to moving into this show. This show, you're documented and broadcast to the entire world for 100 days, around the clock, unedited, while competing with 15 other people in a house Locked inside for half a million dollars. At the age of 23, I literally went through Xanax rehab, post-surgery recovery, on national television for 100 days, and beat 15 people to be the winner of Big Brother 21.
5: Whoa. <laughs> Can you believe that? Yeah. That Wild. is a cocktail of drugs. Wild story. Holy. Wild story. Uh, Florida's chief financial officer yesterday told the International Olympic Committee That Florida would be happy to host the Olympic Games if Japan has to cancel again. (laughs) Oh, no.
2: How are they going to get the (laughs) state ready
5: in time? The letter sent to the IOC was to encourage you to consider relocating the 2021 Olympic Games from Tokyo, Japan, to the United States of America, and more specifically, Florida, with media reports of leaders in Japan privately concluding, That they are far too concerned about the pandemic for 2021 Olympics to even take place. There is still time to deploy a site selection team to Florida. We know Florida has been struggling with the pandemic uh, with over 25,000 deaths so far. Um, They go on to say, though, whatever precautions are required, let's figure it out and get it done. Because we know Florida is allowing tickets for the Super Bowl. Yep. They're allowing tickets for WrestleMania. Mm Mm-hmm. And so well, they got
2: like six months.
5: Yeah, but get, it, it's 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 not as ready. yeah it's not as difficult for place cities to do it if they've recently uh, hosted the Olympics already, right? Or have the facilities already in place. You, do they, you could you could put something together. I don't know. I don't know Florida well enough to know if they could put that together. um the, oh, that seems like a dangerous, dangerous Olympi- plan to me. The Olympics should always be in Los Angeles. They should just they should just find one spot and just do it. I know we like it and everything else. It's too much money for for cities to recoup, and a city like Los Angeles could handle it every four years. And
2: Japan, they spent like a I think oh, it was like a billion dollars, oh, bro. Yeah, right? yeah, or like more a, than a, a
5: crazy amount of money.
2: Billi- like the word billion is yes. in the number.
5: Yes, a crazy amount of money. Uh, Anti lockdown riots are raging for the third night in the Netherlands. The country introduced an overnight curfew on Saturday, its toughest lockdown since the start of COVID-19 and the first lockdown since World War II. And the third night of unrest led to 151 arrests. Wow. Extra riot police, rooting, and fireworks. Uh, the prime minister said yesterday that this has nothing to do with protesting. This is criminal violence, he said. Uh, police said that the riots on Sunday were the worst the country had seen in four decades. <laughs> So that's what's going on in the Netherlands right now. Uh, Dax Shepard on uh, with Ellen talking about his relapse in sobriety. And he's talked about this on his podcast. And then uh, his wife, Kristen Bell, was on Ellen talking about it as well. But uh, this is this is Dax Shepard on why he was so open about his relapse.
14: You look really good. You've always been open and honest. And recently you were open uh, about your lapse in sobriety after 16 years. Um, And I know that must have been really hard, because you could have just tried to deal with it and not let anyone know that happened and just just go right back to your sobriety. That must have been hard to admit.
9: Yeah, I I did not want to at all. I had all kinds of bizarre fears. Like, you know, I have sponsors on my show. Is that something that could cost me money financially? Um, But the number one thing I was afraid to admit lose was, um, I take such, um, I get so much esteem out of being someone who's vocally sober and I have people who write me on month one or I'm week two. And, and I love that. That's my favorite thing about being in public. And so I was just terrified I would lose that. I've, I really cherish that. And I have a good friend that said, you know, if your real goal is to help people, it's not very helpful that you're 16 years sober and married to Kristen Bell. That doesn't help a ton of people. In fact, it probably makes their life worse. So the fact that you, uh, you know, just, just fell that, that, that's the actual value. That's the, the thing you could do. That's helpful. And so when it was framed that way to me, um, it got a lot easier. Yeah.
5: There you go. Oh man. I like Doc Shepard a lot. Um, sensitive information was shared online last week that was belonging to a dating site called Meet Mindful and it included users names email addresses and location data for 2.3 million users Ooh, that's a lot of people the data dump was posted to a publicly accessible hacking forum where anybody could have downloaded it for free oh, no. uh, people's real names their body details dating preferences facebook id birth dates Jeez. all of that was leaked by hackers um, the wealth of data available makes it, like, so easy to track people's profiles back to their real-world identities, which, of course, can then lead to bribery and blackmail and all sorts of other things. yeah. Any- uh, any names that we would know? You know I don't know. It's more. Uh, more. Ma- you're not on there, more. Not on no. there. Okay. Morey says, stop with this story already. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what's
5: the site? Or what's the? uh, uh the I don't know. If it's called Meat Mindful. I don't know. Have you ever heard of this one? It's not one of the ones. If they don't advertise on CNN, I don't know what you know. I don't Meet know. Mindful? I don't. Yeah, Meet
2: Mindful. Yeah,
5: Meat Mindful. Like a
2: like Brainiacs getting together. I don't No,
5: I don't know. Everybody Meet needs to the date. There's there's like there's you have your like your your sites that everybody's allowed on, right? And then you yeah. have your your niche sites. What do they cater to? Read me Let's the description see. of Meet Mindful.
2: Uh okay, singles here show up fully connect with intention and build strong relationship foundations. The best online dating site is more than an app, it's where meaningful connections blossom.
5: Oh, so oh so this is the one where you can find meaningful connections. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is Oh, a s- <laughs> I got it. This is know. a spiritual dating site. Oh, is it? Is it yeah. like it's like uh like, like Christian mingle? Yeah, yeah, like Christian mingle?
6: spiritual dating is what it says like
5: j-date yeah, <laughs> yeah. but probably yeah.
2: open like a lot more
6: open, oh so right? but
5: this is the one where you find meaningful relationships. this is the one i continue gotcha. with email i Damn, gotcha continue with the email <laughs> mori get my Damn credit card it, oh
6: here we go and what's you
2: doing yeah it's dot ca dot yeah
5: ca
6: no yeah. no I, I might say yeah. <laughs> 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 enter
5: yeah, go check your inbox Um, Demi Lovato is set to star in an H sorry an NBC comedy series oh yeah so she's getting a pilot but it's the it's the type of pilot deal where it will air now whether it where it runs on the streaming service or whatever who knows Uh, but the pilot is going to be called Hungry Um, She is one of the executive producers. The new show, quote, follows friends who belong to a food issues group as they help each other look for love, success and the perfect thing in the fridge. That's going to make things all better. Uh, Scooter Braun and Will and & Grace star Sean, Haynes, uh, Sean Hayes are also set to produce. Oh, wow. uh, this will be Demi's first time on television since her days on Disney's. Uh, I think the last she, she, thing she did was Sunny with a Chance. Well,
6: wow. no, interestingly, though, because you mentioned Will & Grace, Demi Lovato was on the oh, no, reboot I know that, of but Will this was,
5: this was the, the last time she carried a show yeah. was yeah. back in the, in the Disney Channel days. So, wow. uh, yeah, there you go. Roz and Mocha Q&A.
2: All right, gang, got a lot of questions to answer today. We're going to go to the phones first, as we always do, and say hello to Cole. Welcome to the Boca Show podcast. How are you? Good, man. How
12: are you? I'm great. How are you guys doing today?
2: Amazing. What is your question, Cole?
12: My question is, would you rather have your grandma's hairstyle or her first name?
2: Hmm. <laughs> Cole, would you rather have your grandma's hairstyle or her first name? I
12: would definitely rather have my grandma's hairstyle. Super old school, big curly, because her name was Gladys. So, oh, yeah,
2: yeah, that's the old lady things. Uh,
5: yeah, for sure. <laughs> my grandmother did one of those purple washes in her hair. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah. one. Like she always had like a purple sort of hue to her hair. Yeah. So I would say, would I rather have her hair or her name? Oh jeez, what's I her first have- name? Edith.
2: Okay. Wow. <laughs>
5: um, yeah, I think that I could probably rock the 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 purple wash more than I could make the Edith and Mocha show work. Edith yeah. and Mocha. Edith and Mocha. Yeah, I don't. I don't Mocha. know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's, That's weird. My,
9: my my wife's grandma's
12: name is Edith too. Edith. <laughs> uh,
5: yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with the the purple wash. Mm. Nice. See,
2: My grandma back in the day, she just had like super long black hair. Right. And she would, like, tie it yeah. back in a ponytail? Yeah. And, like, I did that.
5: Already. Right. Yeah, you've That's already funny. had your grandma's hair. <laughs> yeah,
2: I had my grandma's hair. Yeah. Uh, if but, I had to but do but it again. But would you do that
5: now? Long
2: hair that I had to do in a ponytail? Yeah. Or go by the name of Ruby?
5: Or <laughs> well, go by Ruby. Because <laughs> I know that you've already had the long hair. I've had the long hair, too. But would I go back to that now? No. Ros and Ruby. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Let's see. Does it work in a song? Roz and Ruby. Ruby. Roz, 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 and Ruby. Ruby. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah, I took my name. Yeah. You go Ruby. Ruby? Yeah. What really? That, huh. Jeez. Do you know what's so sad? My mom. So Ruby is my dad's mom. Yeah. My mom's mom passed away. I think shortly after I was born. Mm-hmm. And I don't know anything about her. I don't even know her name. I don't know my other grandmother's name. I have no idea. No. At all. No. No clue. Damn boy. Um. I would now.
6: Okay. I'm assuming you mean current grandma's current hairstyle right like i can't pick what yeah decade. like, like yeah, yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. like if it you was, can't if go could... back to when she was 22 with no like... i'd want her beehive hair
5: oh, oh nice <laughs> okay so what's the wow. name uh gertrude gertrude oh my. <laughs> gert.
2: damn it gertrude <laughs>
5: gert oh yeah gert so, so you'd go with the beehive. Because now
6: she just has like a poof.
5: Right, right, right. And thinning poof. Damn it, which poof. I, guess
6: I kind of already have.
5: Uh, yeah, you already sort of have that hairstyle. Uh, so, so you'd go with you'd go with beehive over girt, right? And over a thinning poof. Right. What's your do you do you know your other grandmother's name? My mom's mom was
6: Hilda. Hilda. Oh, jeez. Which would have been my name if I was a girl. Right.
9: Oh. Damn it, Hilda.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks very much for the question, Cole.
9: Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks, guys. Take care, dude. Okay.
2: Bye. Nikki China says here, have you ever done your eyebrows?
6: I do them all the time. What do you mean do do your eyebrows? I wax my eyebrows. Like the middle and then around on either side. Oh.
2: Does Matthew do them for you? Or you just do them on your own? Well, no, I haven't
6: done them in a while. But when the esthetician is available, Mm -hmm. like before COVID, I would go every two weeks and get my eyebrows done. Really, yeah? Oh, wow. N-
5: I've never touched my eyebrows.
6: Yeah, and now I still pluck in the middle with tweezers. You do, huh? Yeah, because wow. daddy paid for two. Wow.
5: Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that joke on the show in so many years, and it's just as gross <laughs> now so as weird. it was then. I know. Um,
2: I did the first time I did my eyebrows because yeah. I did try it was like maybe 15 years ago.
6: Did yeah. you do waxing or, sh- or threading?
2: Uh, no, it was wax. And then when the hair started growing back in, I was like, I wonder if I need to keep this up. Yeah. And I kept it up for I don't know, like six months maybe. Right. And then I didn't. I didn't like it. it but was do just you do much. the middle? Yeah, the middle. Yeah, and then they like shaped it out. But do right. you do the middle? And then after a while, middle. I was like, this kind of looks weird.
5: But do you do the middle currently? Like uh, just on your own?
2: Um, I uh, like pff, once a year. Yeah, maybe. yeah. Oh, once I have a year.
6: to. I have to tweeze often. Really? Huh? Really. Yeah.
2: But the reason why once a year is because like they don't. I don't. Maybe because I did it like all those years ago. I have yeah. no idea. But they don't. It doesn't come in anymore. Really, like huh? it's like one, two, three hairs.
5: Do you have hairy legs? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have bald spots on your legs? No. Okay. So you know how we always talk about how we get a lot of questions about how we sleep. People are fascinated with the way that other people sleep. Yeah. And I sleep the exact same way every single night, which is I lie on my side.
8: Mm-hmm.
5: I'm at the very, very edge of the bed. And my legs are – so my bottom leg is a little bit forward, my top leg as I'm on my side, right? Right. So my bottom leg is a little bit forward. My top leg is tucks in behind that front leg, and they both rest on the bed. And that's how I sleep. Yeah. And if you look at my legs on those, the outside of my right calf yeah. and the inside of my left calf, those are both the parts of my legs that touch the bed when I sleep. I'm completely bald on both the, oh, out, yeah. the outside of my right calf and the inside of my left calf because that's the way I sleep and I don't move. And I'm, and I'm, I'm guaranteed it's and from what, rubbing you... on the sheets.
2: And you've always slept that way.
5: I've always, I've for the last okay. for 11 years since we've done the show, I've, wow. I've, I've, I've slept that I sleep I've the same way, way forever and I'm not bald. Yeah, no, I do. I have bald spots. I bald really? Yeah, perfect. And they're in the exact same shape on both legs, but it's not like outside, outside or inside, inside. It is the outside of my right and the inside of my left.
0: That's so crazy. Because
5: that's the way those are the and if i lie on the bed yeah like if you can look at my legs and that's just the parts of my wow. calves that touch the that touch the sheets do you trim your leg hair no i used to oh okay i don't anymore though I don't yeah, know. Just like whatever bald that, spot, whatever. Yeah. Like, I, 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 maybe I will in the summer a little bit, right? Yeah. Like, but I, I'm not that hairy. Like, I don't have like a ton of hair, but it's just such a pain in the ass to, to trim. I trim my arms still, though. Oh, do you? Yeah. Cause I don't like it. I don't like it on camera. I think it's dirty. Like, if I put my hand up or something like that and I have like big hairy, like the tops of my hands are very hairy. Uh-huh. I don't like it. I think it looks dirty. Oh, so you dirty. trim the top of your hands? I trim the tops of my hands oh. and my arms. I trim, oh, I, I trim even my arms. Of that. My, my hands are naturally smooth. Yeah. No, like, I look, like, look. See, see my arms? Oh yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, I have hairy toes. You do. I used to. I don't anymore though. Really? Rubbing, rubbing. <laughs> I'm telling you, like I, I do. I don't know what it is. I do so much rubbing that I have no <laughs> hair left on parts of my body.
7: <laughs> Rub it. Totally what about like your shoulders? Yeah, yeah. Do you have hair
5: on your shoulders? Uh, a little bit. I don't have much. Like I, I can shave it. Like if I'm in the shower and I just see one, like I'll just shave it off. But I don't have like a hairy back. I yeah. have one circle of hair on my back. Yeah, that's the like there's like, one down circle. down above your butt. Uh no, upper back. Upper
2: back? Yeah.
6: So my, really? my shoulders and then one circle of hair.
2: Yeah. Can I just tell you guys? Yeah. Like we sound like three of like the <laughs> grossest dudes ever. Right Why? Now. Why is
5: that gross? Know. Do you Does, have a hairy back?
2: Yeah, I guess like, like you across got, my shoulders. Yeah.
5: Like what well, they used to call that monkey collar. Oh,
2: is that what I yeah, have? Yeah, when you'd have hair
5: that poked up from the back of your t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I yeah, have yeah, that for yeah, sure. Yeah. I knew a guy, I think we've talked about this before. I knew a guy that was so hairy, okay? he could join all of his hair so no. okay so he could he could join his beard hair with his chest hair yeah he could join his back hair to the hair on the back of his head no. and his beard was so thick his beard underneath his ear would wrap around and connect to the back of his head hair yeah. so he could connect all of his hair was all connected so if he wanted any sort of division and definition he had to like manually do it because there was <laughs> no, there was no natural gap between his chest hair and his beard hair, his back hair and the back of his head hair oh and his God. beard and the actual was hair that came down. Was he married? Yeah, he was married. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Hairy. yeah. I also knew another guy. Let me tell this story real quick. Yeah. Um, speaking about hair, because I always trimmed down because I just never liked hair. Like I never, I never liked it at all. And I had a friend of mine who was hairy and we were talking about trimming down like pubes, yeah. right? And, uh, and he was curious about it, and he was dating a new woman at the time, and he had thought maybe that he would trim down a little bit, right? So he trimmed down. He went low because I was like, at the time I was going low. I was going low everywhere, right? right. So he went, he went low, and so he tells me that she didn't like it at all. And I was like, "Oh, that's you know, I different people like different things," and I was like, "Well, how low did you go?" And he's like, "I went really low," and uh, and I go, "Was she just like, like did she like have your her head on your chest and she just didn't like it, like the stubble because you didn't trim down with a with an actual blade?" And he's like, "No, my chest was fine. I didn't touch my chest. <laughs> no, <laughs> okay." And I was no. like, "I was like, so what did you do?" And so he was a really hairy guy with like yeah. a really hairy chest and really hairy stomach and really hairy legs, and then he just like shaved off all his pubes.
2: Oh no! So okay. Like a like a bullseye? Yes. <laughs> I guess
6: he kind of missed your point. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, oh no! So he just
5: shaved like a big circle. The guy, you gotta <laughs> round everything, blend it. Man, everything. Man,
9: imagine seeing that <laughs> uh, that mark... would almost
5: look medical you know what i mean Completely, like yeah, yeah. You taking
2: pills for that uh mark <laughs> asked this question what is the sound you love the most oh. is there a sound that you love the most
6: i like the sound of water on the beach mm. waves, like, yeah, waves, crashing touching, waves yeah
2: oh so nice
6: i love the sound of my dog sleeping
2: what sound does he make
6: like where he's just like
5: I like two things. I like the sound of openness with wind where you just hear a hundred trees sort of swaying back and forth yeah i oh, like i beautiful. like I like that so
2: relaxing, yeah,
5: um, I love the sound of waves, not huge waves, but just small I love that lapping sound of just mm-hmm. water hitting hitting shore, and I love the sound of something frying in a pan. I was just gonna okay. say bacon.
2: You and I are made for each other, yeah. so I love crashing waves as well, Yeah. and I also love anything um, th- that sounds like it's sizzling, Yeah. anything like on a grill, like if you love put it. a steak or yeah. a burger or something like yeah. that. I absolutely love that sound, like and the, of course, I love the sound of my uh, my son's laugh. I like the hysterically.
6: Um, coffee machine percolating.
2: See, that for me, hmm. it's more of the smell over the sound for coffee. I love I agree the with smell. you on that. I agree I with you on that. I absolutely love the
6: smell. I get
5: I get turned on the when coffee. the coffee's on, but it's because oh, of the smell so not because of the sound. I yeah. like the
6: sound yeah. of my husband in the bathtub from the other room.
5: What does he do? <laughs>
6: <laughs> like the splish-splashing sound. Why is he splashing so
5: much in there? No,
6: like if he lifts his hand out of the water to get the shampoo bottle, right. or if he like moves a little bit and you hear that sound. <laughs> yeah, fair <laughs> enough.
5: <laughs> Fair enough. Also, a cat purring when I'm sleeping, Aww, I find yeah, it so calming nice. because sometimes one of my cats will come up and sleep on my pillow, yeah, and then just like curl right up to the back of my head, and then they purr, and I can feel their purr like on the back of my ear, kind yeah. of thing. It's super nice. Yeah. I like
6: when my husband's
5: having. <laughs> He's what? I like when, when your husband's. Having I like a the what? sound
6: when my husband's having <laughs> having a what? An asthma attack, and he wheezes a
2: little bit. Right. His, <laughs> his near death experience <laughs> every few hours, and he yeah. needs his buffer. Trauma
5: is so sexy. <laughs> I,
2: love, I just love when his hand is on yeah. his chest and he's grasping yeah. for air. Who hair. would
5: ever say that? Hey, no, because he sounds weak. Ever, but who would ever say that? What is what? What's your favorite sound? What's the what's the sound that turns you on? And Maury's answer is fighting for oxygen. <laughs> yeah. Right, like who says that? He sounds weak, yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah, because the man I can't breathe. Yes, God. <laughs> what I like the sound you? of
5: life leaving somebody.
2: <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Chrissy he says here, Roz, yes, when you call Catherine, uh-huh. you always immediately say that she's on the radio, not to swear. Does she swear that much?
5: Yes. <laughs> yes, she does. She is um, one of the great swears in my life. Catherine swears an incredible amount. And I get blamed for swearing. But Catherine is the, she is above and beyond, I would say, out of the women that I've met in my life. She's right up there with somebody that I've met that swears the most. Yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. What about yeah. Roxy now? No, she doesn't, and it's, it's a like, weird... Because I'm assuming Catherine swears in front of Roxy. No, we, we stopped swearing. When she was little, we did, because we just didn't care, right? And there was no sort of... I didn't want to put stigmas on, on words, but now what happens is... When now because Roxy's eleven, right, and she doesn't want to hear her parents using certain words because it's uncomfortable, right? Like it's just it's just uncomfortable. It's just, it just uncomfortable. feels weird too. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's it's weird. It's weird. So so, but like, do we not swear ever? No. Like Catherine, Catherine does it. See, the problem is this is that she'll be on the phone with somebody, right, and talking the way that she talks, and Catherine is super loud. Yeah. Right. Like super loud. And you can hear her all over the house, and it is a string of profanities, even in a work meeting. It's just like a string of profanities. Yeah. And Roxy can hear every single word, you know. But we don't call each other out. I get called out though. If I say, if I do one, if I say one thing, yeah. Catherine's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm like, did you just not hear yourself?" Yeah, for five minutes. <laughs> straight. You said that twice in the last five minutes, huh? and she'll go, "What?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And she goes, "Oh yeah." <laughs> <laughs> yeah so has, she swears, has Roxy accidentally done it yes she you can bleep right yeah <laughs> so um we were sitting there having dinner rocks they were having i don't even know what we having chicken pot pie or something like that we were just hanging at the table and i was sitting across from her and she took a bite of something and then she just goes what the f-? oh
7: and i go whoa.
5: i go what and then she goes look and like a tooth fell right out of her head wasn't even wiggler she didn't even have a wiggler Right? And I was just like, okay, there you go. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. That's, a, that's a WTF moment. <laughs> yeah. For real.
5: Yeah. 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 But, no. but would she ever get in trouble for swearing? No, she would never get in trouble for swearing um, unless it was directed at somebody who it shouldn't have been directed at and it was said in any sort of malicious way mm-hmm. or a way that it was meant to hurt. Um, you know, like she says, like Roxy's, like she'll say bloody hell all the time. Yeah. She'll say, um, you know, she'll say crap. She'll say... She says, "Pissed off." Aww. She says stuff like that, right? But, but I think that they, she just grew up with with that in just such casual conversation that I don't it's think she thinks. Language, I don't think right? she thinks there's anything yeah. wrong with it, right? Yeah. So, uh,
2: Matt asks, "What was the first sporting event or concert you remember attending?"
5: Sporting event is more interesting than concert, I think. Like pro sporting event, I guess. Yeah, I think pro sporting event was it's i don't remember which one came first but i remember seeing a jay's game at the cne grandstand but i also remember going to wrestling at maple leaf gardens in toronto yeah um old school wrestling on a saturday night when they used to do a like a Broadcast tel- a television show, so I think that like my first major sporting event because I, I didn't go to like a hockey game or a Leaf game or anything like that like till years and years later.
8: Yeah,
5: um, just tickets for that kind of stuff just wasn't in the cards for us, right? Um, so i yeah, I went to wrestling, and then the first major one that that I remember going to with my dad was he took me. There was a wrestling um, event called the Big Event. At CNE Grandstand oh, in who? Toronto, and Do it you was, remember who was on the bill? yeah, yeah, yeah. It was um, the headliner was it was Hogan versus Orndorff, I okay. believe. I believe it was yeah. And then the, run. The, and then the Killer Bees were on there, and it was the biggest crowd I'd ever seen in my life. Really, it was a, yeah. And and at that time, it was it wasn't anything. But then they released it on like VHS and everything because it was a huge. It was a huge event. I think maybe Andre was there. I'm not sure. I'm not 100% sure. Did you never see the big event? I, no, not that one. No,
2: uh, uh Damon
6: Mori. I remember going to um, Dodger Stadium with my dad in 1987. Uh-huh. I still have the program. And as far, oh, and I went to the very last game the Blue Jays played at Exhibition Stadium with my dad, the very last one and my first concert that I remember going to was with my dad as well at Exhibition Stadium. There used to be a rotating stage. Okay. And I remember we went to see an artist named Dan
2: Hill. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who that is. Who is that, Dan Hill?
6: Dan Hill.
5: I forget his hit song, but Dan Hill was the artist. Yeah, the big event was uh, August twenty eighth, 1986. Okay. And uh, it was Killer Bees beat... Um, Jimmy Jack Funk and Haas Funk. Oh man, yeah. The Magnificent Morocco beat King Tonga. Uh-huh. Ted Arcidi beat Tony Gurria a couple losers there, huh? (laughs) Uh, JYD beat Adrian Adonis. Wow. Uh, Dick Slater beat Iron Mike Sharp. Uh, No, it's Iron Mike Mike Sharp, man. Yes. Oh, 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 here's what it was. So, yes. So, um, Bobby Heenan, King Kong Bundy, and Big John Stud beat the machines. Remember them? Yeah. So, it was Andre and somebody else was the other machine. Yeah. I don't remember who was the other machine, oh. but it was Super Machine and Big Machine and Giant Machine um, because Andre the Giant was the Giant Machine. Uh, uh, Ricky Steamboat defeated uh, Jake the Snake. Oh, yeah. And Bobby Heenan
2: <laughs> kept trying to convince everyone. He was like, the giant. that's Andre yes. right there. And they're yes. like, what are you talking about? Andre's talking been about? Like, suspended or something.
5: Um, Billy Jack Hayes beat Hercules Hernandez. Wow. Uh, the Fabulous Rougeos beat uh, Greg Valentine and Brutus Beefcake. Uh, Harley Race beat Pedro Morales.
2: What a great lineup. <laughs>
5: and Hogan uh, beat Paul Orndorff. Damn. Yeah, so my that earliest, was that. My uh,
2: earliest memories of going to uh, any type of event, both with my dad, one was a Leafs game, yeah. and one is also wrestling at uh, both events at Maple Leaf Gardens. I can't oh, remember wow. which one was first, but those are, like, when I think back, early memories of, of like, a live show or something like that, um, it was always that Leafs game. I think it was against Boston, too. But it was a leaf game and uh wrestling. Right. And Ricky Steamboat and um Randy Savage, classic friggin' rivalry. Oh yeah. But they were fighting at the gardens. And I'm pretty sure because I I thought I heard myself because they would record it to show on Saturday nights. It was like WWF Cavalcade or so something. what was like it that. on yep. Saturday night? Um yeah. Was it Cavalcade on Saturday night? No, nights at no 7? Ma- Maple Leaf Wrestling. Oh, Maple Leaf Wrestling. So I remember I recorded it and I thought I could swear. And I told everyone, I was like, I was on TV because I thought I heard myself yelling from the crowd Within the crowd, I love you, Ricky! <laughs> <laughs> so, come you know, on. I'm like, yo, that was me. That was me screaming up Support for Ricky the Dragon. Yeah, and yeah.
5: That, and your friends never believe you. So, uh, at the big... No, let, let, let me Let me ask you this. So, I just went through the, the lineup at the big event in 1986. Uh, and they have all the times for the matches. So, Hogan beat Orndorff in 11 minutes. But could you imagine the magnificent Morocco and King Tonga? They fought to a 20-minute draw. What? Yeah. Boring. Boring. <laughs> oh, <thanks. laughs>
2: uh, Let's see here. Mel says, if you guys were single, would you go on The Bachelor or Bachelorette? I believe Dammit Maury would jump at the chance. Would you go on Gay Bachelor, Maury? A thousand percent. Yeah? I did a gay dating show once.
5: No, but no, but like Gay Bachelor, though. Like, you at the age you are now. At the age I am now? Yes. Like, if you were not married and they came to you and were like, hey, we're doing Gay Bachelor, would you like to be on Gay Bachelor? Absolutely. Yeah, you would, huh? Yeah.
2: But I think Maury, I agree, Maury would, but I don't think to find love, I think for the opportunity to be on television. Exactly.
5: You would get in that house, Gay Bachelor would be so different because you would get in that house, but you would be like competing against all the other dudes as well like well if i'm there obviously they're letting any
6: body type in
5: right no no No. but like you would be the bachelor and then people would be competing for you is what i'm saying but they would also be competing like for each other like how do they stop orgies from happening
2: yeah you know what i mean not that
5: i'm saying like other
2: people like the other guys guys in the the house from getting together or falling in
6: love then i assume everybody's in their own cage
5: (laughs) they're caged (laughs) oh so the gay caged bachelor (laughs) (laughs) oh yes okay right that's the solution (laughs) right there i wondered why they hadn't done that not enough cages yeah no i don't know if i'd ever be on the bachelor. not at the age i am man nobody wants to see that nobody wants to see somebody my age be on the bachelor with my body nobody wants this in a hot tub they could call it silver singles no nobody wants this no but even if it was like you know they're going to put people in you know my age right who wants that would you do it do you think no. Would, you, would you have done it when you were younger? If they came to you when you were younger.
2: No,
9: I
5: still no, wouldn't. Uh, no. no. Why not? not?
2: I don't know, man. Just <clears throat> fear of being embarrassed. Yeah. On television like really, that. Yeah? yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. We'll end on this one. Greg says here, please ask dammit Maury to spell the word croissant. Oh.
6: Okay. C croissant. C R O W S A N T.
2: Oh my God. Dude. First try.
6: Done. No. Um, That's wrong. <laughs> did you spell did you put a W in it? Croissant. Croissant. <laughs> try again. <laughs> C-R O W S A U N T E.
2: Croissant? <laughs> okay.
6: okay, go Croissant-y. Go. Go again. Go again. Okay. Go again. C I'll try a different way. Yes. C-R-A-U. Yes. Right. S. hmm
5: O U G H. No, you were
2: Croissant?
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you know it's French, right? That's why I put the G H. So 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 maybe say it in a French accent. Quoi croissant. To... C croissant. Okay. Croissant. 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 Oh
6: quoi quoi? Q W. Right. Q Wa A Q W A. Quoi? S. Quoi? A U T E Apostrophe Accent Groove.
5: Wow. Did you say Axante okay. Groove?
2: Yeah, see, no, Axante Groove. <laughs> oh, crap. No, David So, C-R-O-I-S-S-A-N-T. Quessant? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Ask Rozimoca every week. Quescent. Uh You'll see on Instagram, at Kiss925. sand <laughs> That's what
5: we post Margie. Get the croissant. (laughs) Uh, Ask your
2: questions and we will answer This has been the Roz Mocha Show podcast. Croissant
5: and butter, croissant and jam.
0: Croissant and jam. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com.
8: Or download the KISS 92.5 app.